Welcome back, everybody, to the Dom and Colin podcast for uh, a new season of coverage here. The Challenge USA is going to be back with another season in some form, in some shape, on some network. Uh, A lot of those details uh, to be determined, or maybe they are determined at this point. But as far as this recording goes, uh, some of that is still in question. Uh, Of course, we are back for another season. I am one of your hosts, Matt Ligori, alongside my co-host, Brian Scally. Scally, how are you? Hello, hello. I'm good. I am excited to be talking about the challenge. Excited that we are getting another challenge USA season. Uh in in you know, maybe it's not in its original format, but that's okay. Uh so interested to talk about it here. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about here, um, but I'm going to save all of that discussion for uh, once the entire panel is here uh, talking with us. Uh, our guest that we have with us today, one person who joined us for a draft very recently, is Puya Zanvakili. Puya, how are you? I am good. I'm back here. You know how, what they say, when you draft the first time with any network, you're going to fumble the bag. I'm famous for getting grenaded and maybe not doing too well in our last one. So I'm here for redemption before the first one's even wrapped up. Can't wait. (laughs) Yes. Um, And our second guest here today is somebody who has not joined us for a draft yet uh, amongst the handful of drafts we've done for the challenge seasons. But today that is fixed and changed, and it is Kirsten. Kirsten, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm so excited to be here. I really didn't think it was going to come together. So... Uh, my preparation is not where it, it otherwise would have been, but I think it'll be a lot of fun. And it's always nice to have someone on a draft that's just going to lose so that everyone else can be uh, competitive. Now, now. <laughs> we Stop see. talking about Scally like that. I just heard I, you true. fumble it the first <laughs> time, and then you come back for redemption. Oh. That's more the Puya thing. Uh, not oh. everyone else is uh, as oh, cursed as I am. <laughs> well, we will see uh, who is going to fumble the bag this time around. Hoping for it not to be me, um, but Scally, we have this uh, new cast here that is, uh, I believe, currently filming this season of the Challenge USA 2. Um, it's a different setup than it was last time in the sense that uh, this time we have not just CBS people, but we also have a group of contestants from MTV. Uh-huh. It's just like when all stars started and it was like why did they change the name to all stars instead of ogs oh because they wanted to backdoor in whoever they wanted uh that's why we're not challenged cbs we are usa and can bring on whoever we want despite uh many of us being tired of some of these people so yeah we got a lot of mtv cast members that we are very used to seeing on the challenge back yeah um puya and kirsten did you guys watch uh usa one in at all at all yes i yeah I watched it and it was such a fun season of television. It felt like such a breath of fresh air uh, until the end, of course. So, you know, it's like exciting that they get a redemption, but also it's going to be a completely different show. So Mm -hmm. hard to say. Yeah, I also watched it in its entirety. I enjoyed myself. Um, It was ultimately a very nice palate cleanser for Wednesday nights when Big Brother would go off the air. So I think that helped it. And of course, the allure of seeing a full cast of non-challenge uh players that we already know and enjoy play the challenge was a fun time as well so this new hybrid thing we got going on i don't know how much i love but i'm yet to see it so maybe i'll hold judgment 
Yeah, I saw a lot of people being like, well, you know, CBS people have been coming on the MTV show forever, so it's only fair that the MTV people get to go on the CBS show. But like then the funny part about it is that like it doesn't necessarily seem like this is going to be on CBS. Uh, actually, today, uh, the day we're recording this, the CBS lineup came out for the fall time. And the challenge I did not see on there, unless I was like not supposed to see it on there. Um, it does seem like this may end up on Paramount, which like is just funny um, because I don't know. Well, that could change with the writer's strike as well. They might end up having time to fill. Ooh, that's an interesting call because I had heard even at the time that this was being like the cast was being flown out that they were intending a Paramount Plus release, but I could see maybe simultaneous uh, if they need to fill time. Yeah. Um, but again, with the MTV people in the mix here, it just is is different. If it does end up on CBS, that's, you know, the CBS uh, reality TV debut of people like Johnny Bananas and Wes Bergman. Like that's pretty noteworthy because people have been for a while saying you know well why don't they uh get them cast on what celebrity big brother regular big brother survivor um and none of that's ever happened and probably going to happen but now there is a, a window of opportunity for them to again make their cbs uh debut which well, interesting I, I get the impression that the challenge pays a lot better than other reality shows especially if you've done lots of seasons so i can understand why they wouldn't want to make the jump mm-hmm Hmm. I mean, let's, uh, I guess we can probably bring it up. I feel like maybe we talked about it on the regular podcast, but, uh, with these MTV people coming over, there were theories of, is this going to become the new mainstay of the challenge? Is the challenge on MTV, the flagship show going to end, you know, around season 40? Is that going to happen? And we're just moving over our talent in preparation for that. Uh, Ligori, do you think that's on the horizon? It's certainly possible, but I don't know why that would be the case. I mean, unless we're like, unless MTV is going all in on the joke of like, yeah, no, we don't want to air anything but ridiculousness. Like, then what's the point of them giving yeah. up one of their, you know, most popular shows? Um, sure, they pay these guys a lot of money, but still like reality television is a lot cheaper to make than a lot of the other shows that they may be uh, airing. Um, but the the thing about it has been, you know, uh, they, they don't make the real world anymore. Um, there's no road rules. There's no, none of that to pull from. So when they're looking for, you know, young, fresh faces that want to compete on reality TV shows, you look to CBS that's pretty much been there the whole time. They could have been doing this uh, all the way along. Uh, we could have had Parvati on the challenge in her prime. And like, you know, who would have said no? Of course, uh, not me. And so we have all, again, all these like young, fresh faces that, uh, you know, have not, uh, are not going to get a call back on Survivor. They're not doing returning seasons right now. Big Brother does it every so often. So put them on a place where they can continue to compete and people recognize their face. And that's what the format of the challenge is. So um, I think it makes sense to exist on CBS as well. I, I don't know if it needs to be on both places. I do think we can narrow it down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just feel like if the casting pool is the same, I think that it is like how long is you know tv as we know it going to last in general so uh maybe it's a play like that but i don't know you know mtv news shut down is mtv next i don't think for a little while but we'll see yeah definitely knew mtv news was still around <laughs> <laughs> was always watching that yeah i definitely didn't learn it was gone because of a uh, stephen fishback tweeting about it mm -hmm. yeah none of us did that i'm sure no not at all um <laughs> What else do we need to uh, set up? What else do we know about this, uh, again, new season of uh, USA, CBS, season two with God MTV people? Um, it's a smaller cast than usual, or am I crazy? I think it's smaller, and there's. I was surprised to see so few people returning from last season, to be honest. 
that's true as well. Uh, only three people from the original USA season are here. Um, a lot of people that did not uh, like see a lot of CBS people as well that were not on the original season, but there's a couple of people that have made their reality TV debuts in the year or so since then. Um, and then of course the MTV people. So that's the group mm -hmm. we're looking at. Yeah. And it's not the three people I necessarily would have expected. I wonder if we would have had a few more, uh, let's say if the Tysons and Angela's were not so against coming back on the challenge, but who knows? Yeah, no Angela. So instead you get uh, somebody else. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but that was going to essentially be my next question. Uh, Puyo, let me start with you. If there's anybody from the original season that you would have liked to see back and um, as you can see the list uh, are not back. I mean, I feel like I would have always thrown Tyson's name in there. I feel like Tyson's someone who I enjoyed seeing back on my screen and also enjoyed seeing in a new environment. So that was cool. Um, I feel like Dominic Abate is another one. This one specifically, I'm only naming to mess with Scally uh, because I'm not being serious. Um, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> had you in the first half? Had you in the first half? Uh, I, um, you had me all the way through. <laughs> no, no, no. But, but you know, I feel like there was a couple other people that I would like to see get a second shot out at this. I feel like a Derek X could have been fun. Um, Kyland, this one is for Scally specifically. Um, but, you know, there, there's definitely names that you could, if I look back at the cast, there's plenty more names to come from because David I did Alexander. enjoy that cast ultimately. Yeah, definitely uh, missing out on David Alexander 2.0. Oh, my uh, God. Oh, yeah. The, where would we have been, you know? Like 4.0 at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I, it's still like like insane to me to close my eyes and picture that tasha fox was wearing a challenge uniform and competing <laughs> no I that's forgot. fake you made that up you just made that up to punk me i did um enzo like they put that man on <laughs> oh yeah the, the enzo was in the challenge house enzo was in a challenge house um i mean kirsten and scally like the entire love island universe showed up yeah, and I feel like the especially the Love Island girls were a lot of drama for a brief period of time. And so I wouldn't have been mad if Cachet had been back. But yeah, mm -hmm. I think that's interesting because we do get uh, not to bring her up too early, but we get Tiffany back. And I feel like Tiffany Cachet was an interesting dynamic. I do think that a lot of the Love Island people were pretty interesting and also brought like a young, fun energy to the show. Uh, so I'm especially surprised not to see Justine back, but really all of Love Island I thought was pretty good. Yeah, well, Justine, of course, just being on a global, I guess. Mm -hmm might have hurt her chances being back here if there if it makes a difference I and mean, she got a paycheck over there versus uh getting the paycheck over here but you know yeah or love island moving to peacock probably didn't help either yeah certainly not so yeah there's no love islanders on uh this current cast there's uh barely amazing racers just like the first time around but we'll get to that yeah um, well and then... speaking of i really thought that james and kayla were primed to make their return i feel like they both had you know breakout seasons really on the challenge usa one um you know despite them having like pretty differing uh runs but i thought they were both really good and i expected to see them back yeah um James is uh, <laughs> James is probably uh, a lot more upset about uh, him not being back, I think, than any of us. I remember seeing a couple tweets um, that he definitely would have expected that he would have uh, gotten the call back. And um, I would have been fine if he went back, um, especially, again, with uh, the challenges, lack of, um, you know, strong uh, LGBTQ plus figures uh, that compete on these shows and get invited back uh, time and time again. So it would have been nice to see it. 
Um, but definitely not surprised that he's not here. Mm -hmm. So, and then no winners. No winners. Uh, Sarah and Danny, who are, uh, as of, again, this recording, still uh, competing over on the Challenge Global. Um, certainly, <laughs> that will be wrapped up by the time anybody hears this podcast and uh, we get into USA 2. But neither of them back here, um, which is surprising. Supposedly, it's been alluded that they said no. Uh, that they have families at home and it's just too many seasons to do in a row. So maybe we see them again in the future, but maybe not. Yeah. Um. Uh, Puya, did you end up uh, diving into the season of Global? Not yet. I'm, I'm holding gone. on to it dearly <laughs> for a rainy day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope that rainy day comes soon because I think that you will definitely enjoy. And I know this sounds insane. I know this sounds insane. But I think you will enjoy the run of both Sarah and Danny on uh, – on that yeah, I've I've heard a nothing but good things, which is when I that's when you know I'm being real and saying I'm saving it because I definitely will be watching this one. And then B, I need to see it for myself. Uh, yeah. All of this, uh, <laughs> dare I say, you'd enjoy Sarah. I'm like, wait, really? Okay, say less. Let me check it out. Let me let me see it with my own eyes first. <laughs> Truly, say less about enjoying Sarah Lucina. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I it's not gonna happen for me but uh i guess for other people that's part of their you journey. lie it's just like the thing is that like the so if anybody uh, well again this this season will have been in the rear view at this by the time that anybody's listening to this um the whole thing that's going on on global is that uh sarah and danny are giving the most opposition to the MTV legends, vets, whatever you want to call them, than we have seen from any rookie class in forever, in maybe in ever. Um, and they, they're they not letting, you know, Tori, uh, Danny and Tori are partners. Danny's not letting Tori, you know, run the game how she wants to. Um, they're a team and he's, you know, making his voice heard. Um, and both Danny and Sarah have just been very vocal in getting getting their troops together. Um, and and what's what it's <laughs> resulted in for Danny and Tori is being pretty much the safest team in the house the entire season thus far, um, <laughs> because they just have protection from Tori's allies and from Danny's allies. But when it comes down to making a decision, they can never get on the same page. And that's what that, that's what's happening there. But again, they are just not letting the MTV people walk all over them. So it would have been great to see, okay, the MTV people are going to be here as well for this season. Um, Sarah and Danny show up and do the exact same thing and actually have a lot more numbers on your side this time, because you know, all these people even, you know, more closely. Um, but now we're moving into a season that doesn't have that doesn't have that momentum and energy. So, you know, what could happen here is totally anyone's guess. Yeah, I would say it's probably the most opposition since the most recent battle of the seasons in which the rookies uh, pretty much dominated that one. Um, but I think that with all these MTV personalities, it is 10 to 14. I thought that maybe we would have had a couple more CBS people outnumbering them, but they still have the numbers. And I don't know that uh, either side of the CBS contestants or the MTV are all that uh, amenable to working with each other. So I think that there will be splits, but I am hoping that it's not just MTV walking all over CBS. Right. Um, anything else to get to before we get into like the specifics of who's here? Um, do we want to talk for, I guess, well, so two things about format, the format of this draft um, that we decided about 10 minutes before getting on here is going to be a little different. Um, there's, Lots of different types of drafts we've done, but this one we're going to do must win, must lose, um, which means in the first uh, there's 24 contestants in the first 12 picks of the draft. We will all be trying to pick uh, must win 
uh, picks of who we think can or will win this draft um, this season. And then in the back half, we're going to try to pick people that we think will lose. Um, and the first person to eliminate uh, or have all three of those players eliminated uh, from the game that are on their team um, will win. We'll figure out how that all <laughs> works out as far as who actually wins the draft. But that's the the goal here. Uh, must win in the first three rounds, must lose in the back half. Um, and then, Scally, you were going to talk through some of the format of this season. Yes. Yeah, so uh, this is coming from Reddit. Um, I do. Someone posted a format that I saved <laughs> to when we were talking about this. Uh, so uh, I'm trusting them in that this is right. But allegedly, the format is looking that there will be three teams actually this season rather than switching up partners all the time. Uh, how it's going to go is that the team that wins the daily mission uh, will nominate a man and woman for elimination. And then the rest of the cast will vote anonymously. Each person votes for a man or woman. The number of votes each person gets is placed into a lottery raffle draw. And so let's say that if eight people said someone's name, eight raffle tickets will be put in with that person's name into the lottery. But even if only one person votes for you, that one vote could end up getting picked out as your lottery draw and you could be going into elimination. So if TJ draws a woman's name, she goes in against the woman chosen by the winning team. And that's how it becomes possible to become back-to-back women's elimination matchups. The elimination winner has the option to return to their own team or switch places on with someone on another team. I need you to be so real with me right now. Did did chat GPT write that? (laughs) It's a lot. I actually, I mean, how do people feel about, let's say first the lottery system of ending up in the, um, it's not just the majority vote. It's lottery now. So even that one vote could get you thrown in. How do people think about that? It's fun. It's confusing, but I think it's fun. I think I like the idea that you can't just consensus it. You can stuff the ballot, but all you need is one. All you need is one chip, and that gives you a shot, which is pretty cool. I mean, what it sounds like to me is that Tori Deal's name could be said eight times, and then, like, uh, Alyssa Snyder's name gets said once by Tori, and then, oops, look, Alyssa got picked. Tori doesn't have to go into elimination. (laughs) MTV producers are uh, organizing. I don't know. So here's the thing. I want a Big Brother veto style bag, like show the cast <laughs> every chip that is in there. I guess it's an anonymous vote, so that probably is going to be argued against how that's happening. Don't love that, but you could even say like, okay, like Alyssa, you got eight votes. Tori, you got four votes. This person got three votes, um, but like not tell them who got them. But what I, I do like that this does really eliminate burn votes. Uh, we're not going to see, yeah. which is, I think, kind of a problem on the Challenge World Championship. Not to the worst degree. It's actually caused uh, like some interesting scenarios. But um, I think that you like your vote matters no matter who you put it on this time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's a lot to process. Um, as far as the uh, I was, this is what I was kind of alluding to earlier is that I had heard about the three teams. I don't know the teams breakdown, and I believe Kirsten and Puya are both coming into this um, blind as well. We just uh, gave the live reveal of the format. Scally, you don't know the teams either. Nope. So we'll we'll leave it at that, right? We'll just yep. yeah. Getting too deeper into into like figuring out who's on what team, especially if they're switching up people, is just going to uh, be spoiler territory. So. Um, yeah, so we'll just go with um, the contestants as they are. Um, I'm very intrigued to see who's going to be on what team and if they divide it. Like, I mean, I don't, it, it certainly doesn't seem like the numbers make sense to do like MTV versus Survivor versus Big Brother. Plus, there's people from the Amazing Race here. Um, <laughs> but that would have been interesting if they did that. 
I, yeah. It'll be just a lottery to see what team you end up on. Frankly, I want a draft. Give me a draft. <laughs> we are going to draft. Okay. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> you need that moment of uh, of Cam or was it CT said he didn't want Cam, right? Yeah. Yeah. You need those moments of like not picking somebody that you're like, how are you not picking that person? And then mm-hmm. it ended up being a fine for CT anyway, but whatever. Uh, it did it did so yeah we're looking at uh like you said must win must lose i'm curious do we want to randomize the order on this one yep um that sounds like a plan so pull up your uh definitely not rigged random dot org dot whatever yeah and put uh, all of our names into the uh equation however many I... times you see fit I'm putting eight for myself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> everyone voted for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go ahead. Um, and uh, so, again, yeah, this is, the, uh, I keep like second guessing myself. This is only, so it's MTV, Survivor, Big Brother, and Amazing Race. There's no Love Island here. No, no. Love Island. No Love Island. Okay. Random order. Uh, I only hit it once. So if there's any objections, we can hit it again. Oh boy. <laughs> but oh boy. First is me. Wow. I can second, see why you preface now. <laughs> second is Puya. Okay. Third is Kirsten. Fourth is Ligori. Oh boy. We're good with that. <laughs> um Yeah. I think this is good. And then I think for the when we get to the must lose, just invert the order. Oh. That's fun. We shall Ooh. see. Oh, we shall see, huh? Last pick. <laughs> we shall see. Hey, <laughs> I, I might take Ligori's spot, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> so. The only good thing to me about being in the fourth pick is the pressure goes off. It's like, all right, well, if you pick the winner in the first three picks, nothing I could have done about it. Um, I don't know. Anything else? Any Anyone else have any uh, takes or feelings to get out there before we get into the people? Find out who's here, why they're here, what they're doing here. Probably not, right? We're ready let's, to go. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Well, Scally, you're up first. Oh, this boy. The must win portion of the draft. The, again, the first three picks that we each make, first three people will be must win, um, which I, I think will make sense for us because uh, it does usually feel like the winner will probably get picked in the first couple of rounds. It's not too hard to differentiate who belongs here uh, in a final and who doesn't, but you never know. So uh, that'll be fun if, if the winner ends up on the must lose side. That's'll be a great story scally Oof. all right who is going to win the challenge this usa too this is hard i don't like this um but my god i feel like this guy has kind of become a staple of my draft teams um, oh wait you know so... what you know what you hold on to that thought and let's let the anticipation build um okay. while i don't want to get too far away from the alternates because i forgot oh, to bring them up sure um kirsten let me turn to you um i'm gonna read you off the six names of the people who were supposed to be out there uh from cbs that are not out there and uh your reactions please okay. uh joseph from big brother 24 uh hannah from big brother 23 uh cinco from love island so there are, could have been a love islander um lulu from the amazing race kyland uh from big brother 23 and kayla from the amazing race okay so i know all of them except one, which is really good for me personally. <laughs> um, I'm really surprised that Joseph didn't make the cut. Yep. Like that to me is the one that really stands out. I know like Kyland also, I feel like it would have made sense for him to be here after his performance last time. But Joseph, I'm really just like, how do you fumble the bag that hard when you have like one of the biggest reality stars of the past year? And you're just like, yeah, never mind. 
will have instead like a nobody castmate of yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, it's what, so like, weird. What is Hannah doing being an altered? Like, isn't she going to med school? I think she just like. No, she's starting med school. She just got accepted. Oh, <laughs> so never mind. She finished her undergrad, though I think. But it's like, like, what are you doing? Going back on reality TV? Like, you're gonna be a doctor. You have a much brighter future than everyone else on this show. Like, go away. I think it's probably like the only season that would have lined up perfectly with the time that she has off. But that's true. Um, and I mean, I guess it's good money before paying for an expensive mm, degree. Definitely, yeah. Um, the Joseph thing is definitely confusing. Um, but I don't know, like. Uh, the Joseph Taylor breakup have anything to do like was he like uh, put me on if I'm feeling okay and not sad from just being uh, dumped by you know the star of the entire year <laughs> yeah I mean did it I feel like the breakup happened after the filming started it, it, maybe yeah it was, it, it was definitely announced after yeah it could have been brewing I don't know I feel like Joseph was you know again as close as you can get without putting him in there maybe we still do see him in the future just on another season. I think that's possible, but I do think his light was shining brightest here. And I don't know how much people will be jonesing for a Joseph, let's say in two years. Yeah. Mm. There were people who were like, it seems like they pulled a lot of people who could have been threats to the MTV cast, like in Joseph, in Kyland, uh, you know, Kayla, I feel like, those are pretty strong competitors that were pulling off the field here. And I feel uh, I would have loved to see some of them in an elimination against a bananas, a Wes, a Tory. So yeah, the must, the must lose side of this is going to be a lot easier because of the people that are here <laughs> instead of people like Kyland and Joseph. So that's something um, it, it's definitely, it's, it was surprising to see, you know, especially on the guy's side, three big guys taken out of the equation. Um, and then Kayla, who was a standout from last season. Um, I don't, I, I mean, I thought Lulu and Lala were fun in the five minutes of the amazing race. I consumed while actually paying attention, um, but couldn't tell you anything about her as a competitor. And then Hannah uh, Chada, who I believe when the cast was announced had the post with the most engagement out of literally anybody on the cast. Um, and then it was like, Oh, actually she's not there. Mm. yeah it's confusing i don't know um and along with them um there were two uh, there were three other uh no okay so kellyanne was originally reported to be on the cast but was never actually supposed to be and then Darrell and naya uh both had flown out on location to be alternates um whether or not they end up getting used is tbd but that's the story i'm indifferent with any mtv alternates like okay i'll see you in six months instead of three yep <laughs> So, yep, Naya's uh, second time, right, or third time in the past couple of uh, <laughs> years being used as an alternate, or almost making it out and not actually making it out. So, mm-hmm. all right, that's what's happening there with the alts. Um, sorry, Scally, to uh, interrupt your flow, but now that the anticipation has built, your first pick will be my first pick. Uh, I'm kind of becoming my guy here. Uh, let's go, Fessel, off the board. Not your guy. <laughs> oh my God. Your boy. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, let's let's face this. Also, in terms of challenge men, one of the least problematic. So uh, that is, you know, take that for what it's worth. But I just feel like he's so in it every time for a win. It's so possible. The fact that he can teeter between MTV and CBS, I think whichever way this goes, he'll be okay. Uh, just the fact also that he is so much larger than most of the cast is looking great. So give me Fessel. 
I was hoping he would drop to third. I don't know why I was hoping he would drop to third, but I was looking at him. Yeah. Hmm. Puy, are you hired, Fessy? Never. Uh, <laughs> but, but like on a personal, you know, I mean, I could, you know, the logical side of me can look at him like, yeah, you know, he's always involved in the later games of it all. But but also uh, I'm never going to back Fessy. You kidding? Never. I'm not. I don't I don't think this man's a closer. I don't think he can do it. I think he's uh he can get close to the table. I don't think he's going to sit at the throne, you know? That's pretty much exactly where I've been at with him. Um I'm glad that I don't have to now consider uh picking him because I, I I'm so torn uh with the man. He's uh, done four seasons, made two finals and both finals. One of them he uh cracked out because he couldn't eat. Um, and the other one was uh injury related or maybe they were both the, maybe that was the same season. Um it was. but it was right. Um, yep. But yeah, he, he can't close. He can't finish the job. Yeah. The other season, it was like ran in the snow and he's far heavier than anyone else. He was sinking knee deep every time while everyone else was skating across it. So uh, I think he's in there. I think you give him a final that's not on snow. And uh, I think that he's going to force it down. I mean, the, him versus Jordan in that like eating like an archery competition or slingshot competition. The, the fact that he was able to put those away, I am much less worried about his eating ability when it actually will matter. So uh, give me Fessel still. And he's definitely in the sweet spot here of um, a handful of these uh, MTV CBS hybrids are in uh, that they uh, come from the world of big brother or survivor and have done a couple seasons of the challenge. So definitely protected on both sides. So, you know, certainly has that uh, going for him. Um, I am very interested in the reunion here of Fessel and Tyler. Ooh, I did not think about that at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's all I can think about. <laughs> it's um, the the BB twenty, uh, you know, uh, two sides of the house. There, um, we've had a lot of BB twenty representation. Uh, Angela last season, of course, Casey has been a mainstay. Um, now Tyler's here, and we'll get to Tyler. But Fessy, of course, has been a mainstay on the challenge. So um, I don't know. I, I don't know if these two have interacted at all over the years. I don't know if Tyler's going to be a number for fessy if any of the bb people will be in fessy's pocket while he's working with the mtv people so i'm interested i, I think tyler will cozy up to fessy as long as it benefits him mm -hmm. so all right well unless anyone else has anything else on fessel there uh puya has the second pick i do i do i'm gonna follow what scally did by back in a, a guy of mine my guy uh this is someone i wanted to pick in the last draft but couldn't and didn't uh i'm gonna go with wes i'm gonna pick wes off the board whether or not i think wes is gonna do incredible is up for discussion but what isn't is that i wanted him on my team this time so yeah so did i <laughs> yay i win <laughs> <laughs> Um, Scally West's thing is, uh, gathering up rookies and, and trying to run the game with them. There's a lot of rookies here. Mm -hmm. The last time I feel like we've heard from Wes in any meaningful, uh, detail was him on Twitter talking about how bananas was talking about Wes's messy game. And I don't think Wes loved that. So I am curious to see if there is any friction between the two. And does he try to use some of these rookies against a bananas? I think that he is in a slightly better spot. I think that with the MTV personalities, he has relationships with more of them than bananas does. So I think that Wes is pretty well set up for being an mtv only person do you think that though because i mean 
so I'm looking, I was trying to like, like map out just as far as the MTV people go, like who is where um, I think Wes and John a are like natural allies for each mm-hmm. other. However far that gets him. Um, John a is, uh, you know, they won all stars three together. Spoiler alert. Um, and I'm like, look at, I'm like, so when it comes to like Corey and Fessy um, and, and Amanda, like, do they work with Wes who will probably be working with bananas? I, I know what you were talking about on Twitter and whatnot, but I still think that those two need each other uh, when they're up against a field of entirely uh, new people. Uh, so I'm like, do they work together? Do they not like, uh, where is this going? Yeah. I think I'm mainly eyeing like John a Pauly, uh, maybe Corey, like a couple of these people as more West loyalist than bananas. So I think that he's set up. Okay. I also thought that he was set up. Okay. On challenge world championship. And we saw where that got him. Uh, so it's possible this goes any which way. Um, but I don't know. I feel kind of okay about him. Mm-hmm. Um, Kirsten, do you like West at all? I feel like like Wes is fine. I feel like he's high variance in the few seasons yes. I've seen. So, I, like, there's a decent chance that he's gonna make it to the end. But I I don't think I like personally like him. But most of the time, I'm not personally liking pretty much anyone that's on the channel. <laughs> <laughs> we have to set that aside. That is fair. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Puya, I was definitely uh, eyeing Wes if he if he had fallen to me. Yeah, that makes me feel even better on the pick. But yeah, I just I I like him. I like him. I think he's going to like you mentioned, I think the having newbies around, I feel like he's got the charisma needed to, you know, get some newbies, get get involved, get a couple laughs in. So, I'm backing him. I'm backing him. Number 2 pick on my board for what it's worth. Even better. There you go. All right. Well, with Wes off the board again. Uh, my my only thought with uh, or my main thought with him is that, again he he plays with the rookies. He texts and sends all the DMs and messages before the season starts. I have no reason to believe he did anything different this time. And with a bunch of people who are getting into the challenge world for the first time, um, I think that that is the prime opportunity for it to work. Um, and where uh, this is again a world where I don't think that bananas can throw West right under the bus because I think he needs West and whatever minions he can pull together as numbers. So, um, that's kind of where I view west going into this season i feel like he has um it's it's the exact cards exact hands that he would want to play a game with and he's coming off of a season in global championship where um kind of underwhelming performance to say the least um i feel like he probably feels he'll need to redeem himself after that so that's that he he did well while he was there he just made one big mistake right and it was like embarrassing so Uh, yeah (laughs) yeah um All right, Kirsten, you're up with your uh, first pick, third overall. Okay, so once again, I just want to make it very clear that I am trying to separate my emotions from this because (laughs) I I want to at least have a shot to win. And so I love this person. We no, I do not love this person, but I feel like you have the chance. I should probably just take bananas. I'm just gonna take him. I'm just gonna take him and see what happens. Oh, a banana stand. Okay. I am not a banana stand. <laughs> I do not like him. Person is queen of the Chiquita banana. Oh my God. <laughs> not the bullying. You know, bananas, I feel like it's so hard to place him. There was a time where bananas would be the de facto number one pick on the board. And then we went low on him for a couple seasons. He comes back and destroys again. But uh, I don't know. He's so. 
it, it, like anything is possible with bananas. He has the experience over anyone here. So I think that that helps immensely. Um, he is really good at both finals and dailies. So I'm not worried about him from that perspective, maybe in an elimination or two, but uh, how many is he finding himself in? I am a little worried about, uh, <laughs> I think Polly probably has <laughs> an ax to grind with bananas. <laughs> so I think that uh, the name bananas itself carries a big target with it. So I'm a little, you know, nervous for him in that perspective, but he's just so talented. It's hard not to take. Him. So when you told me the format of the season, bananas moved up my list because ah. I think if anyone's <laughs> not going to get drawn by the lotto, I think there's a good chance it would be. <laughs> him production shenanigans should be factored in yeah. his his <laughs> one vote could save him from elimination many times <laughs> that's fair yeah yeah bananas um another person that i probably would have picked if they had fallen to me um so scally in this uh randomizer is not my friend right now but yeah they rigged um, it and messed with you yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah he actually lied it had matt with the first pick and <laughs> my name wasn't even on there he just threw it at the end um <laughs> it's it's so hard to figure out like how the again how the season's going to play out like are the non-mtv people going to be able to successfully take the mtv people out of the game um as quickly and efficiently as uh you know some fans might want them to um especially given who the MTV people are, uh, you know, bananas, Tori, like go away. It's fine. We don't, we don't need you to be here. Um, I don't know. It's just hard to argue with the, you know, experience and uh, almost intimidation factor of, you know, being in a house with Johnny bananas, you, you know, just might, I can see a world where like uh, the survivor people, the big brother people, like all of these people that are just so green to this universe uh, come in and they're like, well, let's just like, cool it and, and lay low for a couple of weeks and not be the one to stand out and throw bananas in. And then he comes back and specifically wants me out and then takes me out week two. Um, that's why it's so hard to get these big players and big names out of there. So if bananas can make it past the first couple of weeks, which, you know, sometimes gets a little tricky for him. Um, then he's still Johnny bananas and still is seven time champion. Yeah, it's definitely possible. I'm never counting him out of a season. Um, I just am always nervous of that target that comes with him. So we shall see. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what if the number I have on my page here is correct because you know there's so many different iterations. But I I have him down as 22 times uh, on the challenge, uh, having made 10 finals. Uh, if those numbers are accurate or updated, um, so you know that's almost 50 percent of the challenges that he's competed on. He's made it to the final, and then seven out of those 10 finals he's won. So it's again hard to argue yeah. with the numbers. So. That's and it. how many spinoffs so you know factor those into it, it's impressive stats yep um all right bananas off the board um it's uh, been fessy then west then bananas and uh will my pick here be continuing in the mtv world will it be continuing with all men so far hmm hmm Hmm. It will, it will, and then it won't. Um, I'm picking an MTV person, but I'm not picking a man. I'm picking Tori Deal. Yeah, That's I knew she was coming here. off the board. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she was mad for what it's worth. She was one I was considering if I wasn't going with Wes. Yeah, it's it's not a pick that I, <laughs> I don't want uh, want to be making. That maybe I don't know if anybody wants to be making. Um, but she's just in that top dog spot right now, especially on the women's side. She's just the face of the show. And, um, you know, if there is any rigory in any kind of lottery system, it will be in her favor. Yeah. 
I didn't know I there was fair. anyone that Matt wouldn't feel good about picking. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I think with Tori, my one thing is if I'm looking at the MTV women's side, she stands out as the biggest target for me by far. If mm-hmm. I am CBS and I want to target a woman on the MTV side, I'm going for Tori and there's no question about it. So um, she's definitely really skilled. Uh, she has production on her side. But if the MTV side falls, I could see Tori being an early casualty. Yeah, and I will risk my draft like for that. Like, please, like take her away, and and <laughs> and I will lose with with uh, joy. Um, if that is if we can get her out early, um, just because it's been too much. It's uh, like thank God Jordan's not here, and you know we don't have to do another Jordan and Tori, um, for like the third in a row. Like, but it just just a break, please, Tori, please. It, even Nani and Casey are not here. Like. A break is welcome and needed. And um, in the meantime, again, in a must win, I, I have to do what I have to do. Um, but she does have, she has people here that are going to want to see her go home. Um, Amanda Garcia is on the cast and I'm so excited about that as I always am. Um, I don't know what Amanda can pull off, what numbers she'll have. Um, Pauly Calafiori is here to jump ahead to some people that we have not picked yet, but um, that's another person who I believe is not uh, BFFs with Tori. Um, but on the flip side, uh, as far as Tori and her friends go, um, you do have Josh and Fessy here representing the Vacation Alliance along with Tori. You do have Bananas, who is vacation uh, adjacent. Um, and just all of these people that are not going to even think twice about protecting her at all costs while they keep their numbers together. Um, it's just, again, a matter of, like, can, can Amanda pull the house together, pull the rookies together to take out Tori? And then if so, who takes her out? I guess there's a lot of uh, rookies that I think are strong enough to do so, but getting her in to that elimination, um, I think is going to be the tough part. I don't know. Yeah. No, I have her high on my board too. So I would have taken her if she had fallen back for sure, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm very interested. <laughs> I am going to say though, if the challenge 39 cast list comes out and Tori is on there after saying she desperately wanted to take off of season 38 because she was burnt out and then also does the world championship and then also does USA too. <laughs> like th- the break is incoming Tori, please <laughs> like, stop lying. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, unlike just like in the game, all she does is lie and she does it pretty poorly. So, <laughs> um, you got one more is. pick. I do have one more pick, and um, I've been pretty back and forth with this one. Um, I don't feel great about it, but I feel like it's the pick that makes the most sense to me. Um, I'm picking an MTV player again. And I'm picking an MTV player who has never won a challenge, um, despite having done nine of them. Um, but they've taken a couple of seasons off. They have taken a break. They did not lie about taking a break. Um, whether that was for personal reasons or vaccination reasons, that's another story. Um, oh, no. Oh, no, Uh-oh. indeed. But I'm taking Corey uh, as my second pick here. Hmm. Not high on my board. And that's fair. Um Something just feels like this could be a good opportunity for him. I, I know that him and Fessel are, are, are at odds. He, you know, <laughs> there was the whole thing of him calling Nelson being like, you're working with who? Um, but <laughs> I still think that's somebody that if he can connect with uh, and, and jump into Fessy's group and Fessy's numbers, like then 
that'll help you out a uh, big time here. I don't think he's coming in with any kind of crazy animosity towards bananas, Wes, any of these people. So I think that he'll just kind of be there along for the ride, kind of riding a middle spot. And then as far as, you know, athletic abilities, he's got it. Uh, it's just, he's also not able to, he has never been able to close, but I do think I am more confident in him doing so than I am with somebody like Vessel. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, for Corey, if the MTV side sticks together, that's great for him. But if they turn inward, I see him being in the middle of that. I don't see him being one of the two sides. So that's also nice. Um, my problem with Corey is this is must win. And uh, like you don't see Fessel as a closer. I don't see Corey as a closer. I think that I Corey is really bad at puzzles. Um, I don't remember him being the most phenomenal swimmer. Um, so I just think that there are you know gaps in his game that are pretty tough to overcome in a final and so that's why i have Corey pretty far down my board um yeah puya are you uh, a Corey guy definitely not uh, <laughs> 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 hell no is uh, anyone <laughs> but I, but i do think you know because ultimately when talking about all this we're, we're thinking about you know who's gonna be a big name out the gate and and a lot of the people we picked in the first round, I think, are names on the tip of everyone's tongue. Corey, someone who can slip through that, will be lower on that list and will be more of a middle guy. So I think could potentially benefit from that, especially we're talking about a weird ballot system. How much are you going to be putting in the person who's eighth on your list in the ballot? You know, so I feel like he might be standing fine for a little bit here. Uh, as far as Corey versus Fessy in the end, um, if I had to pick between the two the two evils, uh, I don't want to. You get I, it. You I, love I them both. <laughs> Listen, Banana Stan, I don't need to hear some some feedback from from the Banana Squad over there. Okay. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you could do fine. Uh, yeah, I hear you all. Um, I really do. Um, I, I just couldn't bring myself to to jump right into the CBS people yet with established, you That's know, fair. experienced MTV people still on the board. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Scally probably thought I had somebody else that was going to be my second pick. I um, did. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but we're not there just yet. Um, and I only had two picks, you know, before a lot of others were going to get taken, had to make it feel like it was important or like it mattered. Um <laughs> I don't know. Anything on uh, Corey from you, Kirsten? I think it's all been said. <laughs> we'll we'll see what happens. I guess it could go well for him. Well, in that case, uh, you are up next with your second pick. Okay. I'm going to make what I think is a crazy pick, but everything that we've been saying so far has made me feel like I should do it. And so I'm going to read out my list of why I'm choosing this person. Okay. Ooh. Number one athletic number two good at puzzles number three strong swimmer number four bowling question mark grip strength number six maybe casey helped him get set up and number seven level six stays winning i'm gonna take tyler Ooh. i just think he's really well-rounded and he's smart strategically and level six wins and faute doesn't win so <laughs> i couldn't have fessy so i guess i'll take him I think that is a very good pick. Um, my top four are now off the board. I had Wes, Tori, Corey, Tyler. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's crazy, but also, I mean, he's 
had a dominant performance in the past. When you said bowler, I was like, who the hell? Like his home visit. And it was like, yes. they were at the bowling. And they're like, he's a professional bowler. And none of us knew that. I desperately try to forget. <laughs> well, remember it today, baby. Uh, yeah. I mean, Tyler was in my second tier of picks. I definitely see the merits. I think that he is a great challenge competitor. I think that he is unreal socially and strategically. So there's really not the biggest downside. I also wonder how many people are really aware of how big of a threat he really is. Um, I just don't know his connections really here so that was my only real negative but if we've seen him make connections quickly before uh, i think he could do it again and i mean he's single now uh, yes he is single uh as of flying out true so the the thing for me with tyler is that like um he in his most recent appearance didn't even want to be there um yeah but that's because he missed his girlfriend and they're not together anymore that's true, but like if you can end up still signing up for a reality show and then like, you know, the money that's on the line, like you love these games, like he was he came in as a super fan to the first time he played Big Brother. Um if like you can lose motivation like that while playing, you know, a once in a lifetime game, I feel like it could just happen again. So I'm worried about that. Uh, like I said, I had him number 4 on my board. Um just talking through both sides here, but um so that, that's my concern, but I do think, like Scott said, like unreal, uh, you know, social abilities. Um, and just, I think he has the perfect underrated type of like athletic prowess to do well here. I'm curious. So the thing is that last time we saw Tyler, he had like a real moral crisis <laughs> over lying to people and how much he actually hated it now. And it made him feel disgusting and et cetera, et cetera. So his biggest strength is something that he might be unwilling to use. And I think that that plays a lot better in the challenge where like loyalty is so valued and uh, you know, great on when you are going to be coming back over and over. But is that Tyler's like life path is coming back on the challenge over and over? Should he just be screwing people over and, you know, trying to win this exact season? So uh, flagging it up to see if we have, you know, another moral dilemma for Tyler Crispin. I did forget about that. I now feel less good about what it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the that's the thing, right? What you're drafting him for is the hope that you're going to see BB20 Tyler. What you are risking is that BB22 Tyler is just who Tyler is now. And then you're going to be in a little bit of a shambolic situation. But it's yet to be seen. So we'll have to, we'll find out within the first two episodes who we got this season. Yeah, you I never can see a world want... where... Sorry, go ahead, I can see uh, You never want anyone to go full BB-22. Never. No. Literally, <laughs> nobody. I was just going to say, I could see a world where Tyler has no confessionals through two episodes of the challenge. I feel yeah. like he could definitely be someone that kind of just gets glossed over, um, especially if, of course, he is not going home in those two episodes, um, that it's just like, all right, this guy is not saying anything. And then that's how you know that Casey did, in fact, train him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, let, we're hoping he comes in real boring this time. <laughs> so, I mean, again, he's got Fessel out there uh, who he potentially will work with um, or has as somebody that he's familiar with. And this, like, as far as the rest of the people from Big Brother go, um, you have nobody else that, like, he's that stands out as he's definitely connected with this person. I could see a world where him and Tiffany have uh, chatted. Uh, was Tyler America's favorite? Yes. yes 
right? He he was right. So yeah, mm-hmm. him and Tiffany, I'm sure, have had a conversation or two. Um, but I also don't know exactly what you, you know being Tiffany's ally is going to do for you in the challenge house. I mean, do you think that it's just like the minute someone wins America's favorite, like the past one texts them and they get let me pass the, the torch? <laughs> that's that's quite literally exactly what I think. <laughs> <laughs> I um, don't know. Yeah. I think the only I'm trying to think of who on the challenge like is a Big Brother fan. Um, is Amanda? I feel like that might be a thing. I don't remember. Because um, I'm just trying to think of who that like could potentially be against him would be aware of his prowess. Now Amanda's really closely connected to Josh, who I still think you know ends up with Fessel I think the last time they were on they had issues Mm -hmm. but they've reconnected since then so I don't know if Amanda's gonna go ahead and expose Tyler's game immediately but um you know it's not a complete secret (laughs) right yeah no I I think Josh and and Tyler could definitely be uh working in the same lane Mm. for uh a while in the season so again I think it's a good pick um and if anyone else has anything else on Tyler feel free otherwise Puya's up with his second pick Ooh, okay. Let the let the worries set in a little bit for me. Um, okay, so I have two people I would like to get in the next four picks. Don't know how likely I am to get those two people in the next four picks. Um, I dedicate this upcoming pick to my co-host on the Bel Air podcast, the one and only Chappelle. I'm going to pick Desi off the board. Ah, there goes one of three that I wanted. So you just made my next two picks very easy for me. <laughs> and I think, uh, genuinely, I do think by proxy, uh, you are going to take the other person I want. But we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I want Desi on, on my board here. I think Desi against someone who is athletic, someone who is more than capable to hold her own in a house like this, and also someone who I just feel good about socially. And I feel like I'm looking at the makeup of this cast I feel like I like her odds better than I may have the last time we saw Desi play. And uh, I think, yeah, I'm ready for some for some Desi destruction here, please. Ooh, that's a good uh, marketing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good branding, good branding. We'll take it. Um, love Desi. Uh, made the final in her first time through in a challenge world. That final we do not talk about. Um, neither <laughs> do the contestants talk about it. So um, that did not actually happen. But uh, yes, Desi was very high on my list. I'm so excited she's back. Yeah, I by far the most excited of the people that are returning. I just think it makes so much sense. She got so screwed in her last season um, with Enzo quitting, just thus disqualifying her. So um, very, very happy to see Desi back. I think she completely has what it takes to win a season. Uh, Would have been in my next set of picks had she not gotten taken here. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she would have known how to do Sudoku, you know? <laughs> uh, so she got doubly screwed. She also is just, like, so pretty and people like her and she seems nice to be around. I feel like this is a really good pick. It's really nice when the uh, when, when casting finds somebody like Desi who, like, um, you know, was uh, kind of quieter on uh, her original season and is like, no, there is still potential here uh, and we get to see more of it uh, because that definitely was the case in the first season of the uh, the challenge USA. And again, uh, being one of three people to come back for the second season, I'm so excited again Um, and potential through the roof. So um, feels like a steal (laughs) at pick seven here. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Scally with back to backs. All right. 
Now, like I said, I had three people I was considering. Desi was one of them. This made it a little easier for me. I'm going to go with someone who was uh, a MTV-CBS hybrid, technically, uh, and take Michaela off of the board. Wow. I like it. Yeah? I like it. I didn't expect it, but I like it. I just think that, like, in what world did Michaela go home first if not like tied to her partner, she was almost dragging two people in that first <laughs> elimination. So uh, like, even if Michaela, you know, fumbles a little bit, like she did strategically last time. Um, I don't care. I think Michaela's just fine in an elimination. So uh, I think that a team, like if a, um, like no team is going to be looking to get her off of their team to strengthen themselves. So I don't think that they'll be voting for her from that perspective. I think that, um, I think Survivor is a little better set up here than Big Brother, so uh, I am leaning on that direction. I think that she could just like slide in under the wing of MTV, uh, not in like a phenomenal position, but if needed, and also you know isn't considered so t- tightly uh, wound to the challenge that she'll be a target if the challenge ends up uh, falling. So I think that Michaela is set up well here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the first boot to winner story would have been uh, would have been w- would be incredible. Um, <laughs> I just don't know the reason I said I, I would be surprised or that I was surprised that this was the pick here is that um, I guess just social game. I feel like uh, there have been plenty of times on Survivor and in the brief time on the challenge where um, you don't see her, you know getting along the best with everybody uh per se um in the second season of survivor she played which i do forget exists um on purpose um there was definitely highlights in there of a promising social game um just watching her and sari play the game together for the brief period of time that that got to happen was like amazing um so if she can find that person that is going to just level with her and be at that same just just getting on the same page um and if that can be not just one person but a group or maybe her whole team uh if that can be a, a possibility um again would love to see it mm-hmm. I, I feel like if i'm on the challenge um especially uh being a guy and not having to compete against michaela um so i'm not like threatened by her being in the final um i still think we've seen nothing on any of her seasons that would make me think that she is a disloyal player so i think that is also going for her where um you know even if i am not getting along the best uh, why get rid of her like i think that she is going to be supporting the alliance going to be working along with and going to be someone who like could be winning and having like the numbers to uh, actually throw in someone to a vote so i'm trying to stay on side with michaela mm-hmm. um puya kirsten anything on michaela before we I think you've said everything that needs to be said. I am excited to see Michaela back. I do like her odds better on this season with this cast. And, you know, just just no lists. No lists. No lists. And we're fine. Amen. Well, and with it being, like, the team format and then also the lottery thing, like, I feel like that puts her in a, a bit of a better spot as well. Yeah, I mean, if I'm if Michaela's on my team and I have any say in it, I'm certainly not, you know, looking to get rid of her. That's a strong. Yeah. I'm looking to join our team if I get the option to choose. <laughs> yeah, like you don't want her to have the opportunity to leave you, right? So, right. <laughs> exactly. Scally, your second pick. Yeah, and is this my last must-win pick? It is. Yeah, so you better get the That's scary. Or not. 
I would like to take the winner, please. Um, <laughs> I would be perfectly happy if this person won. Uh, someone who I believe I have heard was uh, training quite a bit for this season. So um, I, I did have faith in them before, do have faith in them now. I think they're coming in with an extremely small target, um, but with a lot of skill. And I'm going to take Chanel off the board. Ooh. Uh... Yeah, I, I I just knew. I knew deep down. I didn't think she'd come back to me, but I wanted her. <laughs> she was under Tyler as my fifth highest pick. Ooh. Yeah. I see it. I see it there for Chanel. I think um I don't know. Pretty much exactly what you just said, Scally. Uh, under the radar, like no, not a huge target coming in. Um, and just physically, I think that she will be set up very well. I think the survivor people that are here, I think I don't see a single person that I'm like, hmm, you won't work well with Chanel. Um, so she has that going for her. She, uh, I think, has known. Uh, it seemed like she was one of the names that was in the mix for a while. So I would imagine that any pre-gaming she might have been able to do was probably with also anybody else who had their name out there for a while. So I don't know if those connections could have been formed easily. I could I could be making all this up, but um, I feel good about Chanel. When I feel like Chanel is one of those reality TV contestants that you often see socializing with other reality yes. TV contestants, not necessarily only from the show she was on. Mm -hmm. So I think that that gives even just a lot more conversation points with people that did different shows. Cause you could be like, Oh, well, yeah, I was talking to this person and they said this, or like it can give you just more ways to connect in addition to being um, pretty physically fit. I do remember she is pretty small, but I think that this might just be a pretty small women's cast. Yeah, I feel like I thought that she was not very small, uh, but that was compared to the cast of 42, who I think is mm -hmm. one of the shortest casts of all time. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, maybe comparing her then like against Michaela might not be favorable, but I still have faith. She's fit though. Like she's Very. she's fit and she has muscles. And so I think that because of that, it makes us think of her as like a bigger person than she is, but she is pretty short. But I think they're they all might be short. So I think that's okay. Yeah, I think this is a steel pick. Yeah. And one of the very few uh LGBTQ representatives that we have on the season. So excited to take her off the board. Yeah, um, she definitely has attended at least one or two gatherings at the house of uh one. Mr. Hall. Um, <laughs> so uh, whoever else was there, which I'm sure Tiffany was there, um, there could have been link ups there. And I, I do feel like she's going to be way more well connected than anybody ever would expect from just, you know, the Ponderosa uh, queen of um, her season of Survivor. So, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Puya with his third and final pick of uh, must win. All right, so third and final pick of the must-win, meaning only two other must-win picks are going to go after me. I feel like I want to take a risk here. I feel like I feel a little gambly. Um, and, and the reason I'm picking this person, they were on my short list of people I would have wanted here, so they're still here. I'm going to take them. Uh, but someone with a smaller target, someone who may have just gone through a, a show, and someone who I think socially could do well, physically could do decent, I'm going to go with Cassidy. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Yeah, risky pickings, but I'm going to go with Cassidy off the board. I think Cassidy's someone who's going to be very easy to uh, socially, you know, just talk to people, get along with people, which I think is good. I think someone who just came short of a win on another show, that hunger, I want that hunger in, in a contestant I'm picking. I feel like she could have that hunger. So, 
Yeah, I feel content. I'm on Picassity. Oh, okay. Um. Oh, Matt is unwell. Do you need a break? Do you need to like some water, a, a blanket? So, well, after I gave Puya such praise on his first two picks, I don't feel the same praise <gasps> coming here, but I also am not prepared to say a negative thing about Cassidy, so I may just sit by it. <laughs> I, so I obviously really like Cassidy. I do think that it actually could be a bit of a disadvantage that she just came off a show. She might have some, mm-hmm. you know, probably not like diagnosed PTSD, but like some flashbacks of losing uh, and just less opportunity to have gotten to know the rest of the cast, which like that makes her a piece that could be picked up and that might be good. But it also... I, I don't know. I think that she could either go really far or be gone first. Yeah. I'm very interested to see how Cassidy does. She is, I think, a complete sleeper pick where, um, you know, I think even some of the people that watched Survivor may not remember Cassidy. <laughs> um, and I, it's not meant as any shade, but like a positive, like in terms of how she's going to be coming on the season, I think that the fact that her strategic game on survivor did not get highlighted uh while a disadvantage for uh the audience watching is a big advantage to her here Mm -hmm. um as well as she won a couple of those immunity challenges i think that survivor challenges generally are the best uh comparison to mtv challenges where it's a lot of uh, you know obstacle courses and endurance stuff so i think that that will be a decent translation but i just don't know if she has the size uh, if you throw her in against let's say again a michaela tory a couple you know a desi in a hall brawl i think that cassidy might be coming up short so i want good things for her but i am uh, curious to see how it goes yeah i have uh, terrible fears for cassidy in this game oh, no. I'm, I'm just i'm just worried um and it's because i am so invested into her being here um when her name popped up on uh people that are going out to film this season i was like no way she's gonna be an alt like she's not gonna actually be there like don't get your hopes up and then um when the alts got announced and she did not pop up in the list of alts i was like oh wow like this is actually happening very excited uh that she's here and again just maybe it's just my fears that are creeping in to say um you're gonna get one episode of her um <laughs> i i think her social game will be a big factor uh in going far for her i would love to see cassidy and michelle sitting on the swing uh you know uh just <laughs> yes. swap out par for cassidy in this moment and i i will be fine with it for uh you, you know what, coming. what we can do um but i don't know i'm just worried yeah I, I think Kirsten's point of her being very fresh off of a reality show is a really good point in that I don't know how well connected she is. Um, so I am curious to see how it goes for Cassidy, but also uh, two LGBTQ members off the board back to back, if not the only on the board uh, at a first glance. So, uh, you know, I'm rooting for her. Yeah. All right. Kirsten, you are up next with your final must win pick. Yes, and so I don't have a woman yet, and I want one, and I Mm. want someone I like and can root for, and so why are you phrasing it like that? That really narrows it down because there's really only (laughs) two women left left. that I like and would root for because I also don't. Well, I guess there's a few that I just don't know that well, and so I Mm -hmm. I don't want to pick them because I don't know enough about them. I think I'm gonna take Michelle. There yeah, yeah. I'm taking Michelle. Do it. Oh, that's coming. Queen. 
Um, I feel Michelle. like it's a very natural pick for me here. Yeah. I, if Kirsten wasn't going to say yes, all men, I thought Michelle was coming off the board. Can you imagine? Um, <laughs> <me from men? laughs> I'm just playing the numbers. If I have six men, I have a good chance of having <laughs> a winner and a first boot. Um, yeah. I think that Michelle is super talented, has you know ends on both sides of survivor and on the challenge i think if i'm michelle i'm almost using this as a rebuilding season um and like firming up my relationships with tori and a couple of the other mtv cast members so i'm and like you know uh, amanda i think michelle and amanda are coming in with quite a bit of beef so interested to see how that goes for her but i have faith i think the social game is strong enough indeed yeah, she's right in the middle of uh, of the MTV and the CBS side. is It's exactly where I want her to be um, coming into this. I think that um, the MTV crew, uh, the Tory, Bananas, Wes, uh, and, and whoever else you know they may work with, uh, are going to be looking for the people that are familiar faces to them, uh, which there are not many, and Michelle is certainly one of them. Michelle, I think, has wanted to get in with that crowd in you know her, especially at least her last season, and say like, no, I'm I'm willing to, but. Um, having Jay by her side and Jay versus Bananas was never going to allow that to happen. But I can absolutely see a world where now Michelle goes to Bananas and says, look, I know you don't like Jay, but I'm with you. I can like, I'll, I'll like, let's do this. Let's ride all the way out together. Like I might have some survivor numbers that I can pull in and uh, you know, let's see how we can, how far we can go with all this. So um, that's just my hope. Can I ask a question as someone who has been very bad at keeping up with the challenge lately? Sure. Of course. So the, Bananas and Jay, who's holding the grudge there? And why is that oh, still a thing? <laughs> Easy bananas. Um like the, like he had he's he hasn't been with Morgan in a long time, and that's like the cause of the beef. So like move on. Yeah, well, bananas um doesn't like being embarrassed. Um, and so anything you can hold over against him, I think, is going to be uh, you know, him and Wes <laughs> took 20 years to mend, so. Jay's going to take a little bit. Wow. Can't believe it. <laughs> Why isn't Jay here? Uh, I mean, we uh, we're him. fine. We're Do fine. We <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's fine. Like, I wouldn't have been mad, but like, I don't know. Who am I cutting? there's so many people here <laughs> i'm looking at want... a certain survivor that has no business being i'm here. looking at a sure. survivor that has no business be- i'm looking at two amazing racers that are you know our second and third boots that are, you know can just <laughs> oh <laughs> okay come on don't draw like... don't draft them sure <laughs> <laughs> well you can't get them as must win so uh um, yeah <laughs> Uh, Michelle Fitzgerald, make this your season, please. Please would please, love please, it, please. would be down. So, excited. Uh, and that's exactly the thing is that I think if Michelle was going all in on this season, like this is the one I need to win, then uh, great. I think that that's set up well. I just like I can't shake the feeling that, like, if I was Michelle, I feel like I would be using this as a rebuilding season and trying to get in with MTV more than uh, the newbies. So, um I don't know. I'm worried for her if that's the approach in terms of winning this exact season. So it's like it's my worst fear that I'm I'm about to say also like my what I would exactly advise her to do um is is be Tory's number 1. Yep. Because that spot's not taken right now. I mean sure bananas but like um like she's global she has casey and she has jordan um before that you know she has nani she has casey she has she has her squad um there that's not 
that's not none of those people are here. Um, mm-hmm. I think she could slot right in. I think they've had enough time spent on seasons together, and I think that Michelle knows how Tori plays the game and could just slide right in if that is a position that Tori is looking for people to fill. Um, and given the fact that we have, you know, uh, Fessy West, Bananas Tori as the first uh, picks in the draft here, I think we're all anticipating them, you know, planting their feet in the game and, and you know, doing what they usually do. So I would love to see um, Michelle find success through that route if if it works for her. Yeah. I could also see, for whatever reason, I could see Michelle and John A getting along really well. So mm-hmm. uh, I think that's an ally she should be looking to pick up. Yeah. Well... With my next draft pick, Scally, oh, you read my mind, John A. Oh. <laughs> John A. is going to come off the board here and uh, complete my team. Um, in a in a must win portion of a draft, I feel silly going any other direction than a very recent two time winner. Um, granted, that's all stars. It's it's a older crowd. It's a different crowd. Um, but the confidence that I think John A. has built for herself in the past couple of years, um, and her abilities that we've seen uh, her have, um, I think she's not the biggest threat, uh, biggest name by any means. I think she could skate through in a very similar way to Corey. And uh, I'm taking John A. Yeah, I mean it's hard to argue against it. She has been in it every single season since she's come back i mean all stars one she wins if there's a female winner at least ties for the win um all stars two she wins all stars three she wins all and world championship she gets pulled with a very high level of competition she was still doing really well um so i don't see any reason why she could not do the same here Mm -hmm. yeah i do think picking a winner as the last pick in a must win (laughs) you could be doing so much worse thank you um yeah uh the people that have won a challenge on this cast um are john a johnny bananas tori deal west bergman that's it there we go so where was she on your board ultimately i know that your top five was off was this number six no uh seven so six seven and eight are all off the board in uh fessy desi and michelle okay um and then john a there we go i i wonder like in terms of the challenge side of the cast as well just uh it's really what wes is the only other all-stars competitor that's here so she's not coming in the most well connected on the challenge side i mean obviously she competed with bananas back in the day but otherwise you know johnny's social game is strong but she's not entering in the same position that she had entered in the other uh all-star seasons subsequent Mm -hmm. to one yeah so that's my only worry um, I can definitely take that worry, but um, just at the point in the draft, looking for a must winner. Uh, that's that's just what felt right. So um, unless anyone else has anything else on John A, that seems like the end of this first portion of the draft. And um, we'll see. Uh, to recap, uh, these one of these people must win in order for uh, the drafter to uh, have a shot at winning this whole thing. Scally has uh, Fessy, Michaela, and Chanel. Puya has Wes, Desi, and Cassidy. Kirsten has Bananas, Tyler, and Michelle. And I have Tori, Corey, and John A. There we go. I will say the top 10 picks on my board or off the board nice. so uh it's the top 10 plus uh cory and cassidy so um <laughs> and i don't think those are bad picks either like they're not near the bottom so um i think that uh, a strong f- first showing for us 
Yes. Boy, are we uh, reversing this order? Are we are we doing well, it? So that's the thing, right? Because I in the middle of the draft, I realized the whole inverting it just means we continue because then you'd be next on the board. It's either we do that or we do a full refresh of the randomizer, right? Ooh, that's true. I was going to say just keep going as is for uh, simplicity's sake. Yeah, might as well. Or whatever. Um, okay. Unless you have an issue with No, that's fine. Um, <laughs> I just like to get feedback. <laughs> okay. So who um, is uh, the biggest loser on this board in yeah. this must-lose draft? Oh, man. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> there's so many people that could be the first <laughs> boot <laughs> that don't really <laughs> fit in here. Um, it's just a matter of, you know, who gets that lucky spot? Who gets to be the one uh, to... to hmm. This is so bad. I don't want to. Uh, I, I don't want to harp on it too much because I'm such a big fan of this person. But I'm doing it. Um, it just feels like the right pick here of the first person that will not be winning a challenge. Um, and I'm gonna have to take Tiffany Mitchell. Aww. Oh, it hurts. I know. I Aww. know. Boo. <laughs> oh, stop it. <laughs> I don't like this pick. Everyone um, at home, boo. <laughs> can anyone, anyone out there, anyone on this panel, close your eyes and picture, you know, Johnny Bananas crossing the finish line with Tiffany Mitchell by his side? No. Yes, I can picture it, and it's beautiful. <laughs> mm, Kirsten Banana Stand confirmed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, listen, I just want to win the draft. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Kirsten, do you have more confidence though? Like actually in, in I Tiffany? Mean, I think maybe not first boot, but I don't know how much she trained. I don't know how she felt after the last time. I, I feel like I have just a big question mark on Tiffany. Yeah. Not my last pick. Okay. On my list. So, uh, Same. not my last, but I don't know. I am rooting for Tiffany. I, I feel like. I'm a little surprised that we're getting her back. Um, I like obviously a all time showing on Big Brother 23 and like deserves another chance on CBS in some manner. I am just surprised if we're only bringing back three people from the Challenge USA one that ultimately um, Tiffany is where we're going. I want a better showing out of her. I'm just not sure they're going to uh, let us have that, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, I co-signed that. I, I do feel like ultimately there's a reason why most of the survivors on this cast got drafted in the first half and most of the Big Brother people are left in the second half <laughs> for the pickings. I just think that ultimately in a one-for-one -one translation of the game, Survivor does fare better, but then also you got to rope in the dynamics. And I do feel like the Big Brother dynamics aren't really there, uh, ready to go. I mean... Who are who? Who are the the pillars from the challenge Big Brother crossover that you have to have lead you to the promise of a win? Fessy and Josh, yeah, that ain't <laughs> happening. So, how dare you insult my number one pick <laughs> off the board? <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it again, man. I'll do it again, Sally. <laughs> I mean, Josh is going to lead her into the numbers. Like, you know, I can easily see Josh going to Tori Bananas, the, the whole group, and say, you know, Tiffany's never going to vote against us. We have to keep her around. But uh, did we? Do we know the elimination format? Did we say any part of that? Was what's it, what's it called this year? The Killing Floor, the yeah. <laughs> the Battle Dome Floor, yeah, <laughs> Tribal Council, <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I think it's just one on one, like men versus men, women versus women. Um, as far as how somebody goes in, like I don't remember what you said about that, if anything. So like, it was the winning team votes someone in, and then the remaining, uh, like everyone else, votes in people anonymously, and the lottery uh, ultimately will decide who of the vote getters goes in. Do you think the lottery is going to be like a like a bingo rolly thing that they spin, or do you think it's going to be like the Challenge USA's electric board that seems suspect? It's what I wanted was literally the bingo balls, but uh, I'm a little worried that we're getting the return of um, what was the, what did they call it? It had a name? <laughs> it did. In the, the algorithm. The yeah. algorithm. Oh. <laughs> they can use the bingo ball thing from the real love boat. It's fine. There we go. That's what I want. I want that. I want it to be a physical lottery. Don't okay. give me your, oh, this name just came up on a screen, and so that's what it is. <laughs> like, I don't want that at all. Sally said he wants it to be analog, not digital. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, my, my thing is just if uh, there's any world that Tiffany can be thrown into elimination very easily, which there can be if she gets like one vote on her, then, you know, could be entered into the lottery and could go in. Um, seeing Tiffany come out of elimination is hard for me to do. Um, and that's my final thought there. So um, that was my uh, first pick in this must lose portion. Um, and that would mean Kirsten is next. Yes. So because it's not going to be like oh a woman goes a man goes a woman goes a man goes i'm kind of just trying to write some fan fiction for what i think this season is going to be like um like i i could see maybe there will be several men's eliminations in a row because the field i think is a little stronger but then i don't know maybe they'll work together uh, uh <laughs> i am going to pick someone that we have only seen eliminated early. I'm gonna take Chris Underwood. Ooh, ooh! Gather your socks, everybody. No, I don't <laughs> want the socks. Keep the socks away from me. You know, huh? you, you picking Chris Underwood, picking bananas. You got two huge dicks on your team. Oh my god! <laughs> I picked Chris Clea, to lose. Are we talking literal or <laughs> one of each? <laughs> Yes, literally one of each. Um, okay, not two. <laughs> then, then, then now I follow because yeah, I, I maybe uh, one of one and two of both of the other. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> oh yeah, true. One can be a combo. It can be a combo platter. Yeah. Not a platter. Yuck. That's the word you said. Yuck too. Not the other one. <laughs> I don't know. I just think that the word dick is not as gross as the concept of a platter combo of dick. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, maybe that's just me. It's I'm like one of those plates with the dividers in it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Um, I mean, as Puya brought up, the sock company is yeah. uh, unfortunately burned into my brain. And so um, I am maybe rooting for him to be going mm -hmm. early but i think that uh is a challenge competitor so i am curious to see how that translates over to the dailies i don't think that i have him uh as like the, the least athletic on my board by any means so um wouldn't have taken just, him just yet but uh it's definitely possible 
I just feel like people, like, he's not that likable. He has a history of poor judgment. We've seen him lose group <laughs> challenges in the past. And what? I don't think that this production team is going to be pulling out any tricks to help him. Hmm. See, I feel like while he's rightfully getting picked in the must-lose portion of this draft, I don't, because the whole objective is you're trying to get your team offset immediately, right? I feel like Chris Underwood could stick around for a couple weeks. I do think so. I think there's going to be other people that will leave before him. So I feel like he might be the one that's like your draft is almost done. You're so close to winning. But he just sticks on one too many weeks. And then he's not leaving while other people get to leave. That could be true. But it also I can see like there are some reasonably clear sides built here and i feel like he doesn't naturally fit into either of them mm -hmm. and so maybe it could be easy of like okay well like we'll leave each other alone and we'll just get rid of this guy yeah um, i don't know maybe it's a I bad pick that. it's fine Look, i can lose. the the chris underwood sebastian noel like elimination is going to be one of the least memorable in challenge history <laughs> when it takes place I, <laughs> so the fact that his name is written as sebastian on this graphic i was like i'm sorry who is this Wait, what do we know him as? Seabass. And, uh... and still, I am saying, who and, is this? And still, I like, here's, and here's the thing. I would have picked Sebastian, but I am extremely triggered by the name Sebastian, and I don't want him on my team. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> fair. Forecasting your future picks, good to know. Um... <laughs> Yeah, well, if she forecasted this one, I don't think any of us would have fought her on it either. So, you know what? Uh, Let me just have poor judgment in peace. No, it's fine. Um, you'll get the last laugh when he's the first boot. But um, Imagine. I, I had Chris, yeah, closer to the opposite end of my board as well. Um, just because I do think, you know, I mean, the way he literally got back into uh, Survivor to back into the game and then to get the win was by winning two different, you know, distinct challenges. So um, of course that's not a one-to-one -one with what he's going to face on the challenge itself, but um, he's also someone who just comes in with a lot to prove and, you know, nowhere to go, but up, I mean, yes, he is a winner, but it's, you know, certainly not one that he gets uh, respect for or um, praise for. So he's probably back here hoping that he will then earn some of that. So we'll see. There we go. We'll see. Um, so Chris off the board there, Puya, who is losing this game? Okay. Uh, the answer is a lot of them. Uh, however, I'm trying to decide if I want to go for the easy route or the, or the harder route, but likely route still harder. Okay. Oh, <laughs> in that case, I'm going to go with someone who's definitely not winning and most more often than not is going to be an early booter. I'm going to go with the uh, Scally's favorite Polly Calafiore. Oh, yeah, yeah, my favorite. This is a, st a staple yeah, Ligori favorite. No, that's right. Puya knows what he's talking about. No, he does not. No, Puya's <laughs> making things I'm up. Cooking. I'm cooking. I actually cook. am <laughs> really surprised that Matt didn't pick Polly in the must win portion of this. Same. Oh my god, <laughs> I really thought it was coming. Like, when he, I mean, it's been a long time since he was on the challenge, but I feel like he's incredibly physical and was really good at the challenges, mm -hmm. um, even if he does get voted in. So I actually thought that he might go in the must-win portion, but I just don't like him. So I'm glad he's not on my team at all. See, yeah. well, I feel like this is a case of, and, and you know, to bring up another example from the challenge of a turbo, right? Where turbo, how dare you? 
I no, I you know what? You are right, and you should keep speaking. Speaking. No, yeah, let, right. let me cook. Let me cook, Scally. You, um, if you give Ligori ammo here. <laughs> can we kick Puya off the podcast? No, <laughs> he's he's being truthful. Continue. Oh my god. Okay. So Turbo comes in, wins one, but then just has such a bad relationship with so many people that. No matter how good is prowess on the on the dailies, no matter how good is prowess in elimination, people just do not want him there. So they'll risk him winning an elimination just to ha- see a chance of him going. And I feel like Polly's in that same spot. And I feel like you know, while absence could have made people forget, I have a feeling Polly's the type of person who doesn't let you forget. So I think Polly's just gonna walk back into all the beef in the world. And is going to be one of those early people that gets targeted for a, oh, we're going to we're going to get rid of the newbies. Oh, actually, if we're going to get rid of one of our own, Polly, bye bye, you're leaving. So I feel like Polly's going to go, like I said, not the easy pick off the board. There were definitely people ahead that I should have picked for an easier win. But this is one that I feel like is still going to go and it's a more harder route. So it'll be fun to watch out for. Ooh. Yeah. yeah, I really thought he could have gone in the must win just like off of physical prowess alone. Someone that really uh, felt like he was destined to become a challenge champion at one point in his career and then felt like he was destined to never be back on the challenge again at one point in his career. So I'm still surprised we're getting him back here. Uh, I think that's like the underreported story at this mm-hmm. moment is how the hell is Polly back on the challenge? Um, like, but... Do they not have insurance? Because I feel like he's a liability to cast. Uh, I Maybe there's like different companies through uh, the USA and the MTV flagship. And this one is unaware of <laughs> Polly's past transgressions. So who knows? Okay. But also if anyone was going to tell them about it, it would have been the guy that's on the cast, Johnny Bananas, who's the reason that Polly stopped coming back when he uh, made it very clear that he felt unsafe because of Polly's posts on social media before the time that they were going to go out and film the last time that Polly was supposed to be on. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, oh, but let me dive in here because uh, a lot a lot of this, oh, I'm shocked Paulie didn't get picked, uh, does seem to be because uh, how did Matt not pick him? Um, <laughs> the Any any momentum that I think Paulie had towards winning a challenge, if if he had been on a consecutive string of con- like continuing to be on the show after the last time he was on, I think a championship would have been well within his reach. Um, time has passed. He has changed, um, and not in a good way, I don't think, by any means. I think him and Kara have become more, um, like, even more probably unsufferable in the past couple of years because they've grown resentful of the challenge for not bringing them back. They've grown resentful of all the people that are still on the show because they've had these opportunities and they haven't. Um, and Kara uh, has come back, uh, you know, on a season that has not yet aired as of right now, but probably has aired by the time this podcast comes out. Um, so Kara has been back and now Polly's back and, you know, clearly whatever timeouts that they had been given is off. Um, but just in that time off, I'm like, you know, what have we seen from them? Like, have they been going to events and socializing? Like, I don't know. I haven't seen anything like that. I haven't seen him maintain friendships. I haven't seen, you know, uh, probably the most important, I think, relationship for him here. It's, it's not him and bananas. We know that that's, you know, that they're at odds. We know that um, one of them, this isn't even just like a playful, like, like, like bananas and Wes is playful um, to an extent bananas and Jay was playful. They could have smiled at each other while bananas was like, yeah, I hate you. I want you out of here. Paulie and bananas feels like legitimately like, you know, like they want each other's blood. Um, and I just Paulie literally, literally. Yeah. Um, 
I think Bananas definitely has the numbers over Paulie coming into this season. I think that Paulie has avenues that he could turn to. Um, I think there are people that are just like him looking for blood. I think uh, I'm looking at Paulie and Amanda as a group of like, if they can pull people together, you know, Amanda wants Tori out badly. Ben, uh, Pauly wants Bananas out badly. Um, I don't know if they can pull in any of the MTV people and say like, hey, Corey, come come over here. Hey, Fessy, come over here. I don't know if that's going to work in any way, shape or form. Um, it really then at that point relies on pulling together the rookies, uh, all the, the CBS people and saying, uh, you know, one opportunity comes, we have to take the shot. I just, I just don't know. I don't know where, where that opportunity is for him. If it exists at all, um, if he can make it through, uh, the banana storm and makes it to the end, he's still the guy that I think he was and a finals threat. Um, but it's again, a lot different, uh, now than it was a couple of years ago. So Scally, I, I didn't mean to shock you by not picking him, but, uh, <laughs> not a, a total shock. He was not who I thought you were going with over a Corey or over Corey, especially. Um, mm -hmm. but I don't know. Um, if I'm Polly, which is the scariest thought I've ever had, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, um, I kind of see going like a bizarro Wes or let's say Jay and Michelle of last season of let's organize these rookies and target the MTV people. Like let's uh, put myself in a situation where I am getting revenge and I am also uh, getting out the biggest threats to my game. I think that Pauly, if left with uh, the field of CBS men, has a pretty good chance of winning uh, many of these challenges and finals. So I think that uh, that is a good place for him to be and also sets himself up well in terms of a high priority callback of which he is not currently. So, you know, give them drama, give them, uh, you know, a, a show. And so while that is probably his best uh bet in terms of doing well on the show in organizing the rubies it is uh, newbies it is also very high variance as we have seen with uh mm -hmm. let's say jay and michelle and wes and others so um i understand that paulie could do poorly here but i still just think that there is too much upside in paulie for me to be taking him this early i would agree with that part so i told all. you i'm picking the harder route yeah and <laughs> i encouraged it so yeah um Kirsten or Puya, anything else on Pauly Calafiori? I think it's all been said. All right. <laughs> um, plenty more to say whenever the season gets underway, oh, I'm sure. Um, well, potentially a connection that we've not seen before, right? Tiffany, part of the Winner's Circle podcast network that has Pauly's brother Cody on oh. it. So oh, no. that, uh, is yeah. a, that is a connection. That is a connection. <laughs> I want to come into play. <laughs> she makes it hard. She, does. <laughs> yeah, she, does sometimes. she signed up to do a podcast she said, you want to be a fan of me that do it on hard yeah. mode yeah <laughs> yeah puya and tiffany have that in common <laughs> so, <laughs> what? making it hard on yourself sometimes <laughs> i don't know if that made it any better uh scally you're up with your next pick um so let's see uh i'm gonna go easy mode that is what wow, i would like what a chicken to what yeah, I am a big uh, chicken, as Turbo <laughs> would say. Um, so, <laughs> that is um, not what Turbo would say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was, uh, you know, <laughs> going to go with someone who um, I still am confused as to who this person is. Um, no, I just, <laughs> how did this person get the call? I am so, like, uh, puzzled <laughs> as to how this showed up. Uh, Sebastian is on this cast like in what world 
Oh, that could have been three or four different people on my list yeah. uh, on this list here. Sure. Really crazy. Uh, we still have so many more picks. Uh, this is still the biggest WTF for me. Yeah, yeah. Well, By because far. we all forgot Honestly. he exists. Yeah, that's the yeah. thing. Is like, look, he is not someone who was on the most recent season or in the most recent eight seasons <laughs> of the show that he was on. Um, I am so confused seeing Sebastian here. I feel like there were so many other picks from Survivor that we could have gone with. Um, uh, like I almost could see anyone him. else. Yeah, I could see him as a nice alternate of just like, this guy has the free time. Um, Like, fly him out, and if something happens, something happens. Yeah. We can use him. No, but he, had, like... he got the reserved one spot for a ghost island person. <laughs> Call Chris Noble. <laughs> Call Chris Noble. Yeah, where is um, he? Where is he at? I don't yeah, understand what is this. Chris Noble doing. You know, I cannot imagine that Chris Noble is uh, completely turning down the challenge every time. Um, him, you know, if we have to go off of Ghost Island, I got nine better picks for you on the men's side. <laughs> okay, imagine being able to name nine people from Ghost Island. Yeah. <laughs> um, from Ghost Island as a total, I could do on the men's side. That would be everyone else. Tom, Wendell, Laurel. We're doing this. Michael Yerger. Why can't I remember uh, the yeah. first? Okay, I have eight the- better picks Kevin. on the men's side. <laughs> uh, Chelsea. Is from the men's the side. No, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You you found the one worse than Sebastian on Ghost Island uh, at this point. So wait, which uh, one? Was the that? Queen of Sitting. You're joking. No, uh, one Michael Yerger. Um, I am not taking. I mean, over but Sebastian. do we want that? Isn't there like that Bradley guy? I feel like he sucks. <laughs> I don't. At least We're I remember. Him. Okay. Shot on the challenge. Truly, I'm getting I'm, bothered. Who was the the guy who got booted first on um, that Jacob Derwin? Yes. Oh thank you. no. <laughs> I'm taking Jacob Derwin over. Honestly, Sebastian at this yeah, Jacob Derwin over. Get out a personality. Here. I'm ending the call. <laughs> a personality. I, I love no. that Bradley's just catching strays on the Challenge USA Two podcast. What? He first sucks. of all, I'm eight sorry. years later, um so poor bradley in that in this case only um (laughs) but yeah i don't know to go back to sebastian like who the hell has ever met this guy that's on this cast um i just feel like you could just stop it who's ever met this guy yeah like i I feel like i can see a scene of like who's that guy that sits in the corner and doesn't talk to anybody so (laughs) you know um, i've been watching uh below deck because i'm about to do a podcast uh, with sasha Sebastian looks like he'd be a good deckhand on that show. And I could see that, but not an yeah. interesting personality. But isn't on that, that show. real? Didn't he like live on a boat or did yes. I make that up? No, he you'd did. know more about him than I do. If you, if you're saying that, I have no idea. He, and I believe Jenna did for quite a bit after mm-hmm. the season. Are they still so. together? I mean, not that God I knows. No shot, right? <laughs> you would be the person I would ask on this panel. So. What? <laughs> <laughs> of all the straight couples that you think I would follow. Uh, I mean, you know. See, it, I mean, Matt, you are constantly surprising us with who you follow. <laughs> you know what? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I, I just don't see a world. Look, Sebastian is not the least physical person on this cast, but uh, least well-connected. Uh, just I, I cannot see a world in which he doesn't catch, like, a few stray votes. Like, who is working with this man? And you know who's not going to get helped by production when his name is in the lottery? Yes. This guy. Yeah. So uh, I thought he would be first off the board in uh, this uh, portion of the draft. To I will say, I, if this was confessionals, he might have gone a little higher. 
Yes. I do <laughs> I do also just want to say once again, he would have been my pick if he had any other name, but sure. I'm triggered. I do fair. I do. I, if there's ever a time that we uh, can somehow get like Rob on the podcast to talk about the challenge, it's I want him to talk about an episode that will have Sebastian <laughs> on it. So, so maybe uh, ask him for the premiere. Yeah, just just episode one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, oh, yeah. Anything else? Anyone on Seabass? We've spoken too much about Sebastian. We have. <laughs> so, who is your second pick? Okay, I'm really between two people. Um, one person, I feel like we have a lot of uh, examples of on the challenge and then one person, a challenge newbie, uh, ultimately, this is really hard. I am going to go with the, let's go with the newbie. I don't see a world in which this person wins. Uh, I am again, shocked that they are on this season. Uh, give me Alyssa S off of the board. Yeah. That was my next to the bottom pick. from the list. There you <laughs> yeah. go. Yeah. Um, I'm not surprised she's here because, uh, you know, very recent season of uh, Big Brother. And um, if anything, I'm more surprised that Kyle's not here. Grateful oh. Kyle's not oh here. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, like, I mean, if they're willing to put Alyssa on, like, why wouldn't they be willing to put Kyle on? I, oh, uh, I thought you meant British Kyle. And I was like, yeah, why didn't they put British Kyle back? <laughs> no, please. I wish <laughs> that. British Kyle, I would be stoked about. I'm a I, would, I would pick him first overall. Yeah. Oh, I just um, and I would have been mad about it, Kuya. I would have been mad about Why, it. Why? Because you want him? him? I like British Kyle. Hell yeah, I love yeah. that guy. I need <laughs> him back so I can hear Filthy do the impression again. <laughs> Especially with Polly on the season. Oh yeah. I mean, oh, I missed do think that there is like very clear evidence as to why Kyle from Big Brother would maybe not be chosen which i uh, of course understand but like the paulie's back like they don't care i mean but uh, they didn't have joseph you think they're gonna have kyle and look, not yeah. joseph and then they paramount, have Alyssa. so paramount plus and cbs are respectable companies where they will give kyle from bb24 one season for us to forget about him before they cast him again so uh as the only returnee in a yeah. season Unfortunately, but, I don't have faith in production as well to uh, keep the moral high ground in terms of their mm -hmm. casting. Uh, but if we are going to go with Alyssa's proximity to Kyle's uh, problematic ways versus Kyle himself, uh, yeah, I understand why Alyssa was not given the break. I'm curious, Scally, because I, you know, having just had Alyssa S on Big Brother. I remember us talking about Alyssa in the preseason right before when the drafts were happening. And you were like, no, she's someone who'll be there for the long haul easily, like just slide closer to the middle, closer to the end. Do you feel like that doesn't translate to the challenge? Uh, for me, it's uh, first of all, I can see her catching stray votes on the lottery system. I don't mm -hmm. see her winning eliminations in Big Brother. All she has to do is sit there and smile, and people are like, oh, not a threat. Whereas <laughs> on the challenge, it's like, not a threat. Let me pull her into elimination because I got voted in. So mm -hmm. um, I could see people campaigning as in, like, let's say a, you know, let's say whoever, Chanel, Desi, like, uh, you know, Tiffany, who, even like if Tiffany gets thrown in to the first elimination and then Alyssa, is, it's like, give me Alyssa because the only person I think I can beat. Um, you know, I think that there are many different uh, people who will be looking to go against her in elimination. Mm -hmm. I don't see her winning a final. So uh, give me Alyssa off the board. That's why. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. I don't have a whole lot to add that hasn't already been said. She's just very filler spot, you know, like uh, seems like could have been an alt that did make it. And somebody else said no. I think the person on the board, the least likely to do anything to position themselves better in the game. I just Mm -hmm. can't think of like a time where Alyssa was like really concerned about maximizing her win equity on Big Brother. I can't Um, think of a time when Alyssa had agency. Yeah, so uh, maybe like she comes in and it does phenomenally. And once she gets a little bit of agency, like actually does something with it. But I don't have any proof of that. So I think that even if there was a world in which people tried to recruit her, she would be like number eight in the alliance. (laughs) So I don't see good things for Alyssa. Alyssa being in an alliance sounds fake, but yeah. (laughs) So fair. All right, uh, moving on from Alyssa. Puya, uh, you're next. All right, well, Alyssa was on my board next. Um, so I'll move down to the person after Alyssa on my list from the same season. Give me Amira. Ooh. I've just been hurt two times back to back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, I feel like, you know, uh, in a world where the other alter- alts were Joseph and Chada, um, and they don't get put on, and Amira does get put on. I am curious, um, but I'm not concerned about Amira going deep in this game. I'm really not. I feel like again, I've talked. We've talked about Big Brother being probably in a more weak spot, um, potentially, especially with with the a show like The Challenge. I think everything you said about Alyssa, you can double down and say about Amira. We'll catch strays. We'll not have a lot of uh, worry going head-to-head with her in a challenge, in an elimination. Um, what do you think, Amira, more so than Alyssa? I, uh, unfortunately, made Amira my Big Brother 24 winner pick, and that was because... That checks I, out. Yeah, okay, calm down. Let's review yours. <laughs> 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 Let's review all of your winner picks, please. Um, <laughs> I'm not decent. It's been all right. Okay, you yeah. picked one good one on Big Brother 24, and then resting on that but sure oh my uh, god <laughs> i also um, picked the winner of 23 but who's counting oh my god yeah so did everyone um, <laughs> but um <laughs> in terms of amira um i can see the world in which she does poorly obviously uh, we've seen it before but uh when i picked her as my winner pick for big brother 24 not to bring that up again unfortunately um <laughs> i saw someone who was like pretty good physically uh on the challenge even more so i value size and i feel like amira is not short i think she is mm-hmm. taller than most of this cast i think if i am like uh if i i would be scared to go into a hall brawl against the mirror <laughs> like i oh. feel like it doesn't matter her size. Like, that's a scary woman. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to go in. So um, I think that they are not comparative, uh, like, physically at all for me. I also think Amira is someone who is far more likely to try to put herself in a good position. I mean, she was over gaming in the first three weeks of Big Brother 23, if anything. So I think that she is someone who is going to be trying really hard. Now, is that going to do anything? I don't know about that. Um, I think that uh, one tip. Tiffany Mitchell might be coming in. Uh, not thrilled with the Amiras and Alyssas of the world. So um, might they have a target on their back already? Sure. But um, I think that she is definitely better physically and um, strategically, maybe not socially. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that um, a lot of the times really mean people tend to do well on the challenge. <laughs> and so that could be going for her. Yeah. 
I just think she's a horrible person. If I am MTV cast and I'm looking at let's Big Brother, she is the person I want out first of the women for sure. My my only upside with them. what was that? She'll fit in with the MTV people because she's horrible. <sighs> <laughs> um, my upside for Amira is similar to what Scally was saying. Like I'm, I'm always ever since we had the Amber B win, like looking out for Amber B upside of just like, okay, if like, I don't remember where Amber got drafted in, in that season's draft, but like, it certainly wasn't, you know, the top of the list, but yet she won. Um, so I'm like always looking out for someone who could just be completely under the radar, somehow make it to the end and, uh, is amazing at a final. So I could see. Uh, Amira fitting into that kind of mold, but I also like much more see her just being a nobody in this game um, and just falling by the wayside in the same way that I see that for Alyssa S. So um, I definitely would have picked her if she had fallen back to me. And that's Ooh, that. interesting. She was the highest remaining woman on my board in terms of must win. Um, but that's solely physical ability and also like desire to win. Yeah. I mean, there's, three women left on the board including her and she was in the middle for me so not yeah. you know saying a whole lot so um all right again we're saying too much about some of these people but that's okay <laughs> um kirsten you are up next um well i really have to admit i don't really know where to go from here uh <laughs> the people that i really wanted to pick are gone um so I'm going to go with someone that I have never seen before in my life. Ooh. And I'm going to go with Lewis. Oh. Because for me, it was between Dusty and Lewis are the two I don't know. And I feel like Dusty looks like he's more physically fit. Okay. Going once, going twice about Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. I don't <laughs> Anyone know. Anyone have anything to say? Like I could <laughs> see this man on the street and I wouldn't know a thing. That's okay. with anybody from The Amazing Race besides like <laughs> Tyler and Corey. I always say I'm going to watch The Amazing Race, and then I don't think I've ever like I get when they had the all reality TV. I watched some episodes, but I have a hard time making it through one episode of The Amazing you Race. You have not, not said you were going to watch The Amazing Race in the last five years. I don't believe that. But. I, I like. I think I'll be like, yeah, I'll watch, and then it like just it does not materialize i truly lie to myself every season and say that i'm gonna do it and i'm like oh like Derek and claire are on that's exciting like i always oh, start and then me fall too. off by episode two three yeah, yeah. and so yeah. i do remember lewis from the little of his season that i watched um in what i watched i liked him i thought that he was very likable he's probably the person on the cast um well, I mean, <laughs> it's one of two people that I like, don't know very well. Uh, and um, like, I'm decently excited to get to know Lewis. I think he seemed like a fun personality. He is a firefighter. Um, I think that he is actually pretty physically fit. So, well, yeah, to be a firefighter, you have to be. I wish I'd known that um, before <laughs> I picked him. <laughs> so, I think that here's the thing. I think that Lewis if he's going on like the main challenge could be set up just fine where I think that he is very likable, very physically fit. Um, I think that he like, seems to have a good head on him from what I've seen, but on the challenge USA specifically, we saw last season, if you don't want to piss anyone off, you throw in the amazing race. Because yeah. There's only two of them. <laughs> what are they like, going to do? Retaliate? Oh no, 
like one person's gonna be mad at me like okay whatever so oh, throw in Lewis. i'm so scared of your one vote in the ballot <laughs> Oof. so <laughs> while i really like lewis from what i know and i have faith from him in a physical perspective and had like him you know i could see him doing okay and maybe even winning in a season if it is just like ability but i fear that he might get thrown in quite a bit and if you get thrown in enough you go home so not a mm-hmm. bad pick um i yeah i very vaguely remember this guy because uh it was like last season right with Derek and claire yep. um and he, i think he made it to the very end uh with them if i remember correctly or if i remember re- researching his name correctly when i saw I his he cast um so yeah n- nothing else besides that but um i i was nervous to get to these amazing racers and i still am uh there's still a possibility <laughs> that i may pick one because uh you just never know who's going to you know uh I mean, I have no confidence in either of these two being the winner because I do think you need to have some social pull to like get to the final and, and ultimately pull out that win. Like you look at people like a uh, Olivia and Horacio from last season or whatever season recently. <laughs> um, uh, and I don't think that they had the pull going into it, but they formed connections along the way. So you never know like who could be that person uh, in a cast like this. But I don't know. I, it's hard to put any faith into two people that we just don't know anything about. So um Lewis going off the board here makes sense, and I think it's pretty uh, pretty likely Dusty makes it into my next two picks. Um, but before I decide that, I do have somebody else that I need to take off the board before deciding about Dusty or not Dusty, and that is going to be one of my all-time favorites in the challenge world. <laughs> An all-time favorite uh, that I'm so excited is here, but with that excitement, is me knowing that this person is not winning a challenge anytime soon. Amanda Garcia. That was the one I was debating. Yeah. Um, <sighs> lover, lover, lover. She is uh, the queen of drama and mess and uh, great television and calling out Tori deal and not letting anyone get away with anything that they are trying to get away with. Uh, she will call everybody out. And that includes my beloved Michelle Fitzgerald. I, sorry, our beloved Michelle Fitzgerald. Um, I was going to say, excuse me. I'm um, right here. I'm sorry. I'm just very selfish uh, when it comes to Michelle standing. <laughs> but um, she, she, you know, she, can, things got uh, pretty hairy there with uh, Michelle and Amanda. And that could be dangerous for Michelle as well. Um, but I don't know. I always get worried when I see like an Amanda and, you know, back when Ashley was competing regularly on the challenge, come into a season and they don't have an obvious group of friends uh, surrounding them. So that's kind of where I feel I am here with Amanda and just in general, knowing that Amanda who is on uh, her seventh season here has never made it to a final, of course has never won. Um, Could a team be the way that she gets to the end and finally gets a win? Definitely possible, but um, the least likely of anybody left here for me. Yeah. Almost picked her. I just feel like, We've seen Amanda lose a bunch of challenges before, and I don't think this one is going to be any different. Um, I think almost I, I like almost wish I picked her because she's coming in with bad relationships with Michelle, with Tori, with Fessel, with uh, quite a few people. So while she is set up, you know, has an alliance with Josh, which I think might uh, handle the Fessel thing, uh, you know, for her inadvertently. I still think that she's coming in maybe the worst connected of the MTV people. Yep. Hard to disagree, which is why I picked her. Mm. Um, uh, Puya or Kirsten, anything on Amanda? No, I think given especially the background you just put us on, 
If I knew a lot of the things that were just said, I would have picked her easily. Mm -hmm. Um, And I wouldn't have minded because I have enjoyed Amanda when I've watched her on the season. So definitely can see why this is kind of like a, one of those things that makes the must-lose draft pretty sweet, eh, Matt? Uh, you like someone, and you can yep. pick them knowing full well they're <laughs> probably not going to win it. So yeah. you'll take those. Yeah. Yes. Well, good pick. Yep, and it's just like my Tory pick. I, uh, I either win the, win a draft or I uh, am happy when she goes out of the game. So um, you got to love those picks that you just can't lose on. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that said, uh, to reset the final people that are on the board here, and uh, of course I will go in alphabetical order and not reveal any information. By first name, we have um, Alyssa Lopez. We have Dusty Harris from The Amazing Race. We have Josh Martinez, and we have Monty Taylor. Um, that is three big brother people, uh, including Josh, who's of course an MTV person as well, and uh, one Amazing Racer. Um. I think at this point I got to go with the unknown and I do have to take dusty here. So um, I just, again, unknown. I really don't know what to get out of him. And I have a little bit more confidence in the rest of them to uh, potentially do well, potentially win an elimination. Uh, that's all. Anyone know dusty? Um, well, I remember dusty from the amazing race. He was, <laughs> I feel, always feel like on the amazing race, there's one person who was cast and then a plus one. Um, and I think dusty was a little bit of the plus one, uh, oh, no. to Ryan. It was Ryan and dusty, right? Yeah. yeah. So Ryan had been, um, uh, like incarcerated unfairly, uh, and unjustly for like oh, 10 years. Yeah. Um, and Dusty was his best friend. Um, so I, I believe that Dusty is um, like a fine personality. I think that he, so like, I think he'll be fine socially. I think that he is very strong physically and did very well on his amazing race season with challenges. But again, if you throw in Dusty, like who's mad at you? So I think that mm-hmm. it's fair. Yeah. His name is literally Dusty. <laughs> <laughs> could win, but also could end up in a lot of eliminations. So, yeah. fair. All right. Um, then, Kirsten, last pick. Okay. Or last pick for you. So, well, I guess all the cards are on the table now, so I can just talk out loud about what I'm going to do. Um, don't help Puya. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, okay. So, here's my thoughts on each of them. Alyssa obviously has been on Challenge USA, and I feel like she was shown to make poor decisions and not be a great competitor. Not like a horrible competitor, but not like great. So I'm trying to think of the math of like, how much will she get voted into an elimination? Because it could be a lot, and then she would go home fast. Monty is good at comps. I don't think I would pick him because he does have the challenge performance and he is really fit. And then Josh, like, I don't know where, I haven't watched the challenge in a little while. So I don't know where Josh is currently at in his like challenge journey. It's like, maybe he's like, like his picture now is like of a very jacked man, you know? (laughs) So it seems like maybe he's better at competitions than he used to be. Hmm. So I think ultimately, I couldn't get Alyssa S. I'm going to take Alyssa L. All right. Yeah. Alyssa Lopez, um, a challenge vet of one season. Um, 
So yeah, definitely fair enough. Uh, this is this this is a hard three to uh, pick someone out from. I uh, pretty much am spot on with uh, all of your assessments there, um, in agreement. Um, what upside does Alyssa Lopez have here, Scally? Um, Alyssa Lopez is a decent runner and could run a final theoretically. Makes sense. Uh, and I will say, like, she didn't do terribly in the daily missions. Um, she did win one, um, with Kyland, so that's possible. She won an elimination with Leo. Um, but I think that more so came down to Kyland and Kira not knowing the trivia at all. So, um, in that elimination, I feel like Alyssa played like not a great strategic game mm -hmm. where she cut off a lot of potential alliances for her and then also um like set herself up to go to a final with a bunch of people that she couldn't beat where like she probably could have beaten people from bb23 in a final um so i question her strategic ability as well as her elimination ability but i do think that she's pretty good socially i think that she has okay final ability so um but honestly, I did consider just for the meme taking both Alyssa's as my first two picks. <laughs> so um, I think it's a perfectly valid pick here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not mad at this pick. Um, I think the the positives for her in the game are that she's played it already and has some familiarity with how things work, which I think is good. Uh, the negatives could be, again, maybe the big brother connection. That's not great. Um and and you know whatever feuds she may have with people but i think safe pick here because i think at, at the end of the day like now that I have all the cards are on the table at the end of the day when you're down to the last four picks you're basically trying to figure out who's leaving earlier <laughs> so <laughs> i think for that rubric i think that's the correct choice here for sure mm -hmm. Alyssa and uh angela right in uh yep. uh the elimination at the end of that season was definitely uh, a heart string puller yeah i was very <laughs> devastated whichever one of them was gonna be going home i, I forgot that people became like low-key angelist <laughs> it happened and it's still there the the, the the uh the stand-up definitely hasn't dissipated i've seen plenty of people uh waiting for her return wishing it had been this time around obviously wasn't gonna be with tyler but mm -hmm. yeah so, all right, Alyssa off the board, uh, which means Puya, with your last pick, you will decide the final member of your team and Scally's team. I know this is a terrible thing Ooh. I never want to do to Scally, but hey, <laughs> <laughs> um, my pick's very easy. I do oh. think I have an easy choice here. Yeah, 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 it's an easy pick. Um, ultimately, one of these two has played in the challenge, one hasn't. Um, and one of these two is a very physically capable person who's new to the game and i feel like if you don't make any connections or don't make a lot of connections at the beginning you're someone who's going to get targeted because you're physically capable i could 100 percent see that especially if you're like huh let's put up this big brother person and then get this big brother person to face them off and then whoever leaves you don't care so i just find also it's poetic that you picked fessy first overall and you'll end it with having josh on your team <laughs> also so i'm picking monty here no, it's fine. I know you just love picking Monty and drafts. So I <laughs> no, I just it. love giving you what you don't want. That's why. Um, like. Honestly, I want Josh. So I'm very happy here. Okay, good. Then you're welcome. I would have wanted... blessed your life by being in it. 
Thank I think you. I would have wanted Josh over Monty as well. Yeah, I think here. you're wrong. But I like, it's a tough. Choice. Like to me, it's also like a really close and tough choice for the reasons that you outlined, Puya. Yeah. Like challenge experience versus physical prowess, and we know that Monty's not like great with people, so that could also play into not like, making connections. But he's also mm-hmm. shown to be deceptively good with people, right? Because with the Big, big Brother draft for RHAP, we had the first night of feats. And he was doing really well that first night. And I that was alone for me enough reason to pick him first. Now, yeah, one night is very different from 100. Nights. Yeah, but also, you know, maybe first night impressions could help. I don't know. But I mean, also, the, I'm probably the worst person to end up with these two because I said it at the beginning of the draft. I think in a pick of Josh versus Fessy, I would back a Josh win before a Fessy win. Whoa. Yeah. I just don't rate Fessy. Like, I don't rate Fessy that high. Interesting. Okay, Josh Stan. Interesting. Um, Relax, Fessy Stan. (laughs) (laughs) Um, See, this is interesting. I actually think that these are probably the two that, like, in some bizarre world, I could see winning a challenge. Um, I think no um (laughs) no um i don't think it'll be structured like that um but i don't know i think monty is actually pretty good socially i think that he is good physically Uh, i think that he is just fine uh strategically so uh i could see monty doing okay i do agree that the mtv side may want him out but um i don't know i could see him pulling out an elimination win or two so I'm not super down on Monty. And then as far as Josh, I actually think that he is phenomenally well situated. Mm -hmm. I think that um, having ties with people from Big Brother, with the challenge, he doesn't have a single enemy on the challenge side unless he tries to continue that uh, very forced rivalry with Wes that Wes wants no part of. So um, (laughs) I think that he is set up very, very well. Um, I just know Josh is constantly pulled into a last minute elimination and loses. So um, look, I would be perfectly fine if I lose this draft and it's because Josh Martinez wins a season. I will laugh and be fine. Um, <laughs> but you're, um, you're saying you'll be so excited. Look, I mean, that is thing. chaos. That is mess. Here's this is what would I be funny as anything, right? The last two for the men, it's down to Fessy versus Josh, and Josh beats Fessy, so you don't win either draft. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh no, um, <laughs> that is scary. Uh, it's very possible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, my thing is, I feel like if Josh continues on like kind of the streak that he's been on the last two seasons, like I haven't been mad at it. Look, uh, he's improving has- every time. He's improving, um, I think, as a likable TV character as well as a physical competitor. Josh is still, like, he's always going to be the goof. He's always, like, a little uncoordinated. I don't think that you can really train that out. Um, Like, (laughs) I think that it is tough to work on your hand-eye coordination, of which Josh (laughs) does struggle with. Um, But he's a much better runner. He's much better, uh, like, in physical strength in many other aspects of the challenge that I think can carry him through. So, um, uh, look, did I think if we continued in the must win that Josh would have been the next picks off the board? No, not by any means. So I am okay getting him here in the must lose. Josh would have been a steal of, like, around four. Mm-hmm. Where you know all the like another round went by, then the first pick in the next round would have been Josh, and you're like, oh yeah, that's a big steal here in this stage. So. Yeah. 
kind of yeah, where I'm at with Josh. Um, Josh, I mean, his five seasons has never made a final, but I feel like this could be a, an opportunity for him to do so uh, with his perfect positioning between MTV and Big Brother. So I can see that. Um, but like you said, like you really can't out, you, you can't train the goof out of, you know, you're, <laughs> you're really, you really, really, really can't. Um, so I feel like he's definitely got that, uh, you know, holding him down a little bit, but I don't know. Um, he took a season off. I think that gave him an opportunity to like take a step back and just refresh himself a little bit and um, maybe just focus reset. Uh, he is probably now like inching up into uh, cause like at the top of like the list of like who is desperately craving that first challenge win. Um, of course you have like, you know, your Corey's and Nelson's at the top of the list. Um, you of course had uh, a Devin and Tori on the list up until recent. So they're not there anymore, but Josh is very much, you know, there. And, and I, I'm not just saying like, hasn't gotten a win. Um, and, and, so I am saying hasn't gotten a win and wants it, but hasn't gotten a win, wants it, and is hungry enough that could get it. Uh, because if I'm talking about like this specific category, I'm taking like Anissa and Nani out of it because as much as Nani may want it, I don't know that she's ever actually realistically getting there. Corey could realistically get there, I think, despite uh, Nelson's flaws and, of course, despite you know what's happened in Nelson's real life lately. Um had that, I guess, not happened, I, I think that there's a world he could have gotten there, um, and who knows what his future is. But um, I think Josh is in that category of realistically could get there if the right break happens. Uh, if the team that he's on this season, if they go to teams all the way to the end and things work out, I could see it. So yeah, um, I am ultimately agreeing with Puya's pick here of Monty over Josh uh, as more likely to lose because Monty is a do uh, a dope uh, uh <laughs> like i don't really know what to make of him as a competitor besides him being big and tall and good at big brother comps so see the other thing is i feel like it's one thing to uh come into the show as you know big brother let's say if the eyes are on big brother it's a whole other thing if three of you are from the same season as well because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what your dynamics are that could be looked at as a problem um so we'll see, because it could either work out really well. Like, oh, well, we'll scoop these three. They're from the same season. Or, yeah, there's too many of them. Let's get rid of them. Yeah. So, we'll yeah. see. I want Tiffany to get Monty out. Like, I want her to organize <laughs> that. Yes. I like that. Orchestrate I want that it. so bad. <laughs> Come on. Please. And I believe in her ability to make that happen. Yeah, <laughs> I can see it. Um, so we shall see. Um as far as Josh, I will say I give him a lot of credit where so many people are like, I just want my first win. I just want my first win. And then don't do anything about it. Josh has spent the last, you know, five years just like working towards that challenge win. And so, uh, you know, if it does happen, it will be well-deserved. So to recap these teams of must lose on this portion of the draft, uh, Scally closed out his team there with Josh and also previously had picked Sebastian and Alyssa S., um, Puya's team for this must lose is Pauly Calafiori, Amira, and Monty. Ooh. Kirsten has Chris Underwood, Lewis from uh, Amazing Race, and Alyssa Lopez. And I have Tiffany Mitchell, Amanda Garcia, and Dusty, also from the Amazing Race. Are we all feeling confident in our losers and our winners? <laughs> no, I think you have the best losers <laughs> draft for sure, Matt. I feel good about it. I I feel like you have a really strong shot in that. I one. feel like I've picked a very high variance losers, and then watched the three of them make it all the way to the finale. <laughs> I agree with that. I could see your your people are like 
three that could fantastically flame out in like all three of them could get disqualified or quit in the first week. Um, <laughs> but they also could just like pummel a final for all yeah. I know. So <laughs> really both are on the board. Oh my God. Well, let's not choose to live in that reality. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't want it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, you won the draft, but at what cost? That's the cost. No, thank you. Right. Oh, man. Um, Scally, anything else uh, about this season that we haven't touched on? Of course, when uh, whenever this podcast does come out, it means this season is right around the corner and coverage will be coming. But anything else uh, set up wise? No clue. Um, I mean, okay. who knows what will be happening at that point? Um, hopefully, we're still very excited about the challenge and this season. Um, but uh, as of right now, very interested to see how this plays out. Yep. So uh, thank you, of course, Puya and Kirsten for joining us here. Always a pleasure. Um, Kirsten, uh, I mean, this. who knows when this is coming out, but general plugs are, of course, always welcome. Yeah, so Mess Magnets is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Rob Has a Website network that people can check out uh, regardless of when this comes out. And you know what? Maybe there will be something on the Hot Dummies on Islands when this season airs. I have no idea. So definitely check that out and follow me everywhere at Kirsten Said What, including twitch.tv slash Kirsten Said What. There's always hot dummies on some islands. So, yeah, and we're getting into that season as of time of this recording. I know at the time of this recording, we're one month out from Temptation Island and Love Island is also around the corner. Yeah. So, of course, check all those things out for Kirsten. Uh, Puya, what about you? Yes, people can find me on Twitter at Puyaism. Uh, they can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Puya. That is always going to be evergreen. I'll be doing content there every week. So come through for that. Say hi. I would appreciate it. And uh, I'll just plug 90 Day Fiance of my podcast because Lord knows that show doesn't ever end. <laughs> so I'll be doing that weekly over on the Rahap Ups Network on RHAP. And uh, yeah, just follow my Twitter for any other updates that you may uh, be looking for. Perfect. Uh, Scally, what, what podcasts are you going to be guesting on by the time this comes out? Come All on. of them. <laughs> um episode I, one recap of survivor 45 oh my god one can dream uh <laughs> i would never take Chappelle's spot like that um so uh anything i'm doing will be on twitter at brian underscore scally uh presumably talking about eh, something on the hot dummies on, uh, on islands feed around that time presumably guesting on the 90 day fiance podcast within the month of this dropping uh and then uh who knows if i what people can do at any time is go ahead and leave us a five-star review on your podcatcher of choice always very helpful uh if you want to ask or tell us anything uh i only sort by five stars so i will only see it uh if you leave them there but uh go ahead and do that please definitely do that um but yeah i think that's it for uh for this one here so thank you guys uh all for listening to this draft hope you enjoyed it uh please do let us know via twitter or any method uh who has the best and the worst teams and uh we'll see how this all plays out on the challenge usa 2 wherever it ends up streaming uh probably paramount plus but uh who's to say for sure um so we'll catch you guys uh with that coverage coming up very soon thank you puya and kirsten for joining us i'm of course on twitter at matt Liguri, and that's my only plug um we'll catch you guys next time take care